The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present Neon Masquerade, a Vampire of the Masquerade duet chronicle featuring David Larkins and Desiree Valdez. again because that that actually does it's that's actually highly irritating because nobody knows that it's again yeah they have no idea that we just recorded an entire four-hour session and had to scrub it all and now we're starting over no again. that's not now we're recreating a session word perfect no that's not what happened <laughs> so we're back um amazingly it's only been a little what like two weeks a week and a, a half. week a week yeah, it's Since actually last, uh, yeah. Session? Thank God. Yeah. Which just actually that's the bone that I had to pick with you because I'm just gonna say based on I've listened to our previous sessions as I tried to do because I'm so self obsessed that I have that's the only thing I can listen. No, I'm kidding. Um, you only respond to the sound of your voice. <laughs> no. But I've been listening to them just so that I remember what's going on in the story. Mm-hmm. Huh? Story? Eh? I mean, chronicle. chronicle. No, but stories are... How dare you? Oh, right. Stories, stories. are yeah. the individual things that you right. were referring to as chapters. That before. I was. <laughs> yeah. Incorrect. Can you blame me? Can no. Can you blame me? No. No. Um, well, you. no, yes, I can blame you, actually. Well, you can and you do. <laughs> on a frequent basis. For all manner of ills, real and imagined. <laughs> Mostly imagined. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, anyway, I was saying that our lag, the lag, and this isn't just to like to kind of like start with a bitch session, but well, no, you said you had a lot to say and you wanted to wait until the mic was on, so <laughs> <laughs> so the world let's, can know. Let's see, the world will know. Um, I think that I um, newsies. Yeah. So <laughs> you can't have a newsies reference in a world of darkness session. That's not how it works. Oh well, scrap this session. I guess we're scrubbing another <laughs> four hour. Thing. Okay. <laughs> So what I was trying to say is, due in part to your busy schedule and whatever my... No, no, I'm always wanting to play this game, honestly. So Yeah, no, it's, it's all me. So it's, it's all, all on me. you. Yeah. And um, I freely admit that. I'm not trying to blame anybody, but I'm just saying that the lag... I usually... Okay, the way I game, again, since I'm so interested in this... The way well, I usually, our vampire recordings are always like the first hour is just bullshitting anyway, so go on. <laughs> It's like going over game mechanics or going like, whoa, I really fucked that up last session. Let me tell you how. Or, you know, and analyzing what the fuck is wrong with the pretentiousness of the setting and so forth. So you're right in there. You're right in the pocket. Go. Anyway. <laughs> what I'm trying to say it's just giving people a glimpse into how this process goes. So mm-hmm. due to the lag time between sessions. Yes. Um, I usually don't take notes because I like I view it as a way to play. Like it impedes my ability to play organically. Um, like with my gut, based on channeling this character, mm-hmm. whatever this character is, mm-hmm. I'm having it come through me to play and to, to exist. And you feel like taking notes. It intellectualizes it too much for me. 
Well, what did you say? You, you, you referenced this earlier, and you said it was like being in a meeting or something. It's right? very academic. Yeah. Um, and so I don't like that at all. And so I don't even like taking notes at meetings. Mm. Okay, let's put it that way. <laughs> wow. Um, but I do. And so I realized that the lag time between our sessions is so much so that I've actually forgotten a lot of things I was supposed to do. Yeah. And then I totally got distracted by some other motive or something that I was going to do. Like, yeah, I'm going to do that instead. And then I completely forgot what I was told to do by certain people. And so I don't do it. But it kind of fits with the concept that I have of this 21-year-old guy who, like, is just kind of clueless in general and... And so, yeah. But I don't. It, like, it actually worked out okay. It I think. did. Yeah. But I just feel like it's worrisome. That bothers me because there's things that now, and I was saying this earlier too that because um, I was trying to ignore the fact that Karen existed, but she's kind of being pushed in my face again that I'm going to have to deal with her. So before I was, I was kind of avoiding having to engage with my infamous sire <laughs> and um but now I'm gonna have to and I think that there's like some things that I gotta I gotta do some detective work so it might be a little it might it, yeah we're gonna have to do some detective work around that on top of the fact that yeah so I was kind of trying to avoid all that yeah but now I can't. Yeah. But then in listening to old episodes, what I'm trying to say is that I was like, oh, I was supposed to bring Karen up at the last rant. Mm-hmm. Instead of bringing up my ridiculous theory of trying to promote, you know, trying to save my acting career. At this point, I think, I think Aaron is letting that go because he's realizing that he can't. He, he's just, he has to get this shit sorted out before. It's, it's Maslow's pyramid of, uh, mm-hmm. of self-actualization and um, his, his hierarchy, in the hierarchy. So he needs to get his, his base stable in terms of food, clothing, sure. shelter, sure. air, etc. Mm-hmm. And then he can build up into the self-actualizing top of the pyramid mm-hmm. where he's actually like an, an actualized person. Or vampire. So, um, <laughs> so that said, I uh, self-actualized blood-sucking corpse. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. So, <laughs> so I just want to say in my defense that um, the lag time has has really not been very helpful for me, okay. based on my in my playing style. Yeah, which I try to just kind of shoot from the hip. Yeah. Because I want to do the gut instinct of what my character would do, as opposed to taking notes and then looking at those notes and going, mm, "Okay, I'm going to do this now based on blah." Yeah. Like that's not how I that's not how I roll. Sure. But I could see it being a very helpful tool when you do are when you are lagging, and but I kind of resent the fact that I have to take notes. Right. I guess it's a mixed bag, and I don't think this is bullshit. I think this is just something that it's part of my process of playing. Well, you realize the the way I was using the term bullshitting. No. Just talking, talking stuff. You know, shooting talk, the shit. Shooting the shit. Not bullshit. Bullshit's different mm. than shooting the shit. Okay. Shooting the shit's just talking. Fine. Bullshit is like nonsense. Nobody cares. Lies. Obfuscation. How many dots in obfuscate? <gasps> Anyway, I still want to know. Wait, really, really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of questions. So, sure. so that said, I have, a piece, notes. I have a piece Here's of paper notes. that Whoa. I'm that able just to... just maxed out the mic. All right. <laughs> I'm able to scribble, scribble on. Yeah. 
But one thing I want to say is, what the fuck is science? And <laughs> magnets. And how do they work? <laughs> science with a Y. Science with I a don't y. even think you know that, that that's, that's wrong. wrong. Yeah. But I think science. <laughs> Science and can you give me just a little bump? To, see, I have to two dots in investigation. Do you? Know? I don't know why. Do you know? I don't know why. So, wow. The things I want to know are, well, a couple things. Mm-hmm. One thing is, remember my performance. I don't think you you use that enough in terms of me. Being well, able that's to not my job to remember that. You have to you have to be like, hey, can I use my performance instead? Okay, all right, yeah. all right. I'm still I'm Trust still. Me, I'm this- juggling enough shit over here. <laughs> So have five times later. But I am I'm, more than happy to help you nail down what these skills just, cover so that you can, you know. I just jump want to make sure that I'm using my abilities absolutely. to the absolutely. best of my ability. And so okay, so I just need a little quick briefing in investigation, medicine, occult, and science. Why, you have dots in those? Why do I have dots in a cult? A dot in a cult. You have a dots in a cult. That I do remember. You have dots in a cult because of Derek's uh, horror movie collection. Oh. So you've watched tons of horror movies with Derek. And, oh, that's... Okay, thank you for so reminding me that. you picked up a lot of, uh, you know, sort of airsats. <laughs> tropes. Uh, tropes. So I'm not much that. better than Karen in terms of, like, no. what I am. No, but you'd be like, uh, what's their nuts and Scream, you know. It's like, don't you know the rules of a slasher movie, you know. You've never seen Scream. Yeah, So well, you can't really... I know enough about it. I can't believe you haven't seen Scream. What do you want to know about? I want to know about a cult... Oh. Uh, investigation and science or medicine and science. so medicine I think we did because I worked because I worked because <laughs> I lived on a farm and yes. I and I worked with my dad with the animals so there's some element of medicine that I might know but it would be like animals right right probably um, <laughs> well then define medicine um, science and investigation for me please science also expression what is expression too Oh, and performance, right? No, I already know. No, no, I don't want to know about it. I'm just saying, why I have a four in performance. I need to be using that more. Yeah, uh, that governs your. Okay, so yeah, that's basically just artistic performance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could use it as know-how, acting. Technical the ability to work an audience and enrapture them with your show. So. But it's still like well, and then expression. Expression is. Your ability to get the point, your point across clearly, whether through conversation, poetry, or even in 140 characters or fewer. Derp. Do they seriously say that? Yeah. That's what it says there? Yeah. What well, kind of Twitter? 20, this is the 20th anniversary edition, so they're trying to, like, bring Be it into cool the 21st with the kids. century. Yeah. Vampires have their own blogs and shit like no, that. No, they do not. So, anyway... <laughs> No, they don't. So this would actually imagine? this would actually be a good skill to use at a rant when you're trying to. I think we did. I yeah. think we used we that, use and I didn't do very well. Okay. But what I will say is, I definitely could use that. Yes. On top of the fact that vampires don't have blogs, because <laughs> that would be like that would be like documenting every second of your life. Like, remember we were talking earlier about, like, the rants being a monthly thing? Yeah. Where I viewed that as, like, it almost being, like, a daily meeting. Yeah. Like, in a vampire's mind, the time, like, linear time is so strange at this point because you're just, you're existing. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, 
So a month is like, what is that? You know, so it'd feel like a Allow day. me to do my dark bidding online. On the internet. <laughs> what, are you, what are you bidding on? Oh, bidding on this piece of this furniture. This table. Here, this table. Um, um, anyway, <laughs> so... Um, no, but do you understand, like, what I'm trying to say? I get what you're trying to say. And so having a blog, which I view as, like, kind of a daily or weekly exercise, that would be like documenting every second you're alive. My counterpoint to that. Oh, please. What do, do you think all those blogs that only get updated once every six months are all about? Those are vampire blogs. Those are run blogs. by vampires? Those are vampire <laughs> blogs. Any blog that goes more than a week without being updated is definitely being run by a vampire. Secondly, Ooh. secondly, you're thinking of older vampires. you gotta, you got to remember the, the neonates, the Aaron Evans of the world, the vampires who were like, but what about my blog? I have 150,000 hits a month. You know, and they don't want to give it up. So they okay. keep it going, you know. I'm even, just, even though it was a food blog and now they don't like food anymore. Well, I would like food. I can eat food. Would, yeah. But I think, what the fuck would a vampire do with a Twitter account? Like, re- for real. Uh-huh. For real. Like, what hashtags would the vampire have? Like, <laughs> hashtag bloodthirst, hashtag frenzy, uh, hashtag feed the beast. Frenzy problems. Frenzy. That would be mine for sure. The daily frenzy. That's your blog. <laughs> That's so great. But I think, yeah, hashtag frenzy problems. Uh-huh. Um, hashtag frenzy problems. <laughs> See, my notes are already coming in handy. Yeah, and then you're going to look at that note and be like, what the fuck was I talking about? Why was I talking about? about frenzy problems and the daily frenzy? Yeah. Okay, so, All right, science. so, investigation. Investigation. You've learned to notice details others might overlook. And yeah. And might make an admirable detective. This knowledge represents not only good eye for detail, but also an ability to do research and follow leads. Such research may include internet searches or more specific research techniques like hitting the law books and periodicals, archives of the library. How about just talking to people? So how many dots do you have? I have two. Wow, so you are actually on par with a police officer. Like you could... My brother's a cop. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Bro was police, or is a police officer. (laughs) Watched a lot of Columbo. (laughs) All right. One more thing. All right, so then you've got medicine, right? Yeah. Understanding of how the human body, and to a lesser extent, the vampiric body works. This ability covers knowledge of medicines, ailments, first aid procedures, diagnosis, or treatment of disease. Medicine is of great use to those kindred with interest in repairing, damaging, or reworking the human body. That's kind of good. And you've got one dot? I have one dot. So that's CPR certified. So I was a Boy Scout, as I mentioned sure, before. Sure, sure. I'm a Boy Scout, so I had a CPR class. Yeah. And, and I kind of have an understanding of how the body works. And then also being on the farm and, like, working with animals and just safety things on the farm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then science with a Y. Science. You have at least a basic understanding of most of the physical sciences, such as chemistry, biology, physics, and geology. This knowledge... How many dots do you have? One. One. Okay. This knowledge can be put to all forms of practical use. In most cases, a player should select a specialty to reflect a focus, but this isn't actually necessary. So... Why yeah. do they get so excited One dot, about... One dot, you know, some... most of the high school basics. So maybe you took an AP science course or something in high school, like you're guidance counselor encouraged you to take an AP science course or two. Yeah, because you know. I was, remember the whole backstory was that I was, um, I was hoping to get recruited by a college for football. Right. But I didn't. That's right. And so I think I was definitely college bound. Yeah. But then I was like, fuck that shit. I'm going to Hollywood and market my good looks and witty personality. Uh-huh. And delicious jugular. Mmm. All right. 
So that said. Yep. Does that cover your? Covers my questions. Okay. But I have a lot of stuff that I want to do tonight, so you better be ready. Oh, I'm ready. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get it going then. So, oh, one thing I wanted to check with you on in terms of, <laughs> speaking of keeping notes, <laughs> one thing I haven't been very good about is, is marking off days on the calendar. Oh, God. Yeah. That's been pretty freaking bad. I think we need to get you have, an actual I, printout I, of a calendar. Well, I was wondering in the course of your re-listening to the episodes, I have a calendar here, but I need to print it out, Well, obviously. okay. So... Because okay, so my memory was that the rant was on the 13th. The rant was, yes, it was on the 13th. That was a Thursday. Monday. Monday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Salvador got shot. Yep. All that crazy shit went down. Right. I got the call from Olivia Monday, well, early Tuesday morning. Early Tuesday. So So you met with her Tuesday Tuesday night. Tuesday night. So it's the 14th. Right. So now it's the 5th. Well, I don't know what day it is. I mean, we're going to pick up early a.m. of the 15th, basically. Right. No, of the 16th, you mean. Well, no, if you met with her on the, the night of the 14th, yeah. Oh. And you escaped from the building. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right, right. So it's after midnight, so it's... Yeah, yeah, I know, I know how that works. Okay. It's okay, you don't have to explain you that You know how the clock works, okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's important, that's an important life skill. Yeah. Okay, so right. uh, it's early a.m. Am I still in this elevator with... Petrodon? Am I still trying to escape from this fucking rampage that took place? Uh, let's see... Because Olivia was in the elevator with us. Yes, she was. And I don't know where to take her or right. where she should go to be safe. Right. So let's let's bring it in uh, oh, with you. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> let's bring it in with you exiting the building. With her. Say, with her. And I have my van there. Yeah. As far as, uh, you know, the people who were after you or any of the other people you were with, you have no idea. You emerge onto this... City Street. Um, there was obviously no, 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 a, a parking garage. Oh yeah. I'm oh, you want to? You, you're I'm in thinking, the parking garage. Yeah, I want to get to my ah, vehicle. To okay, get okay. Fuck out of there. So you took the elevator all the way down to P1. You know. Okay. And uh, <laughs> technically, I parked on P3, but okay, it's fine. Why would you have parked on P3? You got there at like 10 o'clock. That's true. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. Okay. I just all right. Go. Or you know, you could have parked on. Internet. Oh no! So. <laughs> no! 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 Roll a D3 and see what level we parked on. Oh, anyway, stop. So, um, it's bad enough I did really notes. like my ad hoc mechanic to figure out when the elevator was going Oh, I think there. that was really great. Yeah. I, I like that quite a bit, too. Yeah, that was so, fun. It's all good. Anyway, so you... Yeah, you're a perfect GM. Go thank on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, you... Uh, yeah, the elevator dings, ding. And you see this parking garage stretching out in front of you. There's just the sound of the air circulating fans thrumming in the background. Are there vehicles of those people? Like their motorcycles or... You or don't see anything. There's no other vehicles that look like they belong to them? No. Where no, you just see your van and, you okay. know, like a couple, like obviously like maintenance crew. Yeah. Trucks. Well, it would be also people live there, right? I mean, that Olivia, that's where she lives. You said that was like her office slash... Did I? Yeah. I thought I just said it was her office because that's how I intended it. Okay. Yeah. All right, it's fine. It's in Century City. Nobody lives in Century City. Okay. <laughs> um, that's not true, but I, um, I think... Okay, okay, fine. Yeah. Fine, fine. So I am getting her in the van. We are hustling. Okay. We are moving. Uh, Petrodon, is he with us? 
Uh, you don't see him. You kind of sensed him pushing you into the elevator. If you if and you we recall. talked and we talked. Oh, and you did talk. That's yeah, right. he said you have to get rid of Karen. That's like, right. oh well, no, but that was before everything went down. No, it wasn't. It was after. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Thanks for re-listening to the episode. Yeah. Sad that it was only a week ago. Uh, anyway. Well, I yeah, he was basically saying like you need to. Make sure, like, you have to make good on this. Olivia, oh, right. He, like said, Olivia, he said, I'll you give you a fortnight and all that. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. that Olivia won't remember anything from this night. Yes, yes, yes. However, I don't know where she... Oh, does she have her bag on her? Like, her purse or any of that? No. She knows where she lives, though. Um, Will she remember me? Yeah, I mean, you can ask okay, her questions. No, let me ask her Okay, yeah. let me talk to her. Okay, yeah. so we're hustling in my van. Yeah. Okay, I gotta get you home. She, she just sort of nods and says, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay, so where are... She has no idea what she's, what's happening. No. So um, where is your... Where's your house? Hold on one sec. So she gives you directions. Okay. Uh, she, um, she lives in Woodland Hills. What? Mm-hmm. She works all the way in... Mm-hmm. Okay, so I take her to Woodland Hills. Okay. So you get in the van... And, you know, like, she's not, like, she's kind of in, like, a post-hypnotic state, you know, where it's, like, she's not, like, a total zombie, but uh-huh. she's not really, like, talking. All right, no, and I don't want, I don't want to push, I don't want to push. She's uh, just kind of looking out the window. Yeah, I'm not going to push anything. As you drive up the mostly empty 101, you know. Uh, nice thing about being a vampire in L.A., hardly ever any traffic. hey I'm sure that's changed, though, now. Oh, God, probably. Anyway, so, yeah, you, uh, you drop her off. Uh, at her place, kind of a ranch-style house, you know, in the valley. Nice. That's nice. Okay, nice so house. I make sure she gets into her house. I check. Her. I check out the whole house, make sure nobody's there. As you walk her in? Yes. Okay. I walk her in, I'm checking all the bedrooms, all the closets, I'm checking everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You do. All right, it's, everything's fine. fine. Okay. Yeah. So I look at her. So what is she, what is she doing, like... She says, uh, she just yawns. I, I get her some water. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. so she's, she's finishing up her water, and then she just yawns very broadly, and she says, Oh, what a long day. I'm going to get some sleep. Okay, so I'm just going to turn to her, and I'm going to say, I appreciate all of your help, but you won't see me again. So she just kind of nods at you. And so then I leave. I make sure the door is locked. lock the door. <laughs> mm-hmm. Once I leave. Okay. So then I leave. All right. So I'm just like, oh. So I get my van and I drive. I'm going to drive back to, what time is it? Uh, I figure it's about quarter one. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go to Taste of LA. Okay. All right. So you get there around 1.30. Okay. And. Uh, Who's there? Well, let's see here. Because the people need to effing know. Like maybe people know who these people are. I should have a uh, random taste of LA <laughs> table to roll on. Uh. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if the girl that was asking about Dasher's there. <laughs> Dasher the vampire. Dasher's Dasher. I wonder if she found him. Oh, that was the most Dasher. compelling part of the whole rant for me. Shit. <laughs> Because <laughs> I predicted the head Muhammad was going to come with a head. Yeah. And the the Irish guy completely shut me down yeah. and then wouldn't talk to me. And then <laughs> and nobody was helping me in any sort of capacity. They're just staring at me, and it was very awkward. Mm. So. So um, as you drive to uh, Taste of L.A. Yeah. Um, 
I am checking my mirrors at all times yeah. to see if any of these fuckers are following you don't, me. You don't see you don't see any motorcycle headlights or anything. I don't know what they or, drive or anything. I don't know what they drive. Sinister. You know you don't see another old, van following old old van following oh, you. covered yeah. in foil. Yeah. No, I never. I'm just. I am on high alert. Okay. I'm high alert. Okay. My awareness or my alertness and awareness combined is um, six. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So I that's, that's actually a rule, I think, in this edition. I know it was in the later edition, where if you have a combined number of dots in something that's higher than like what the difficulty would be, then usually that's like considered an automatic success. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, you don't you don't detect anyone following okay. you. Um, you find yourself sort of noticing. Uh, more than you normally would think you would. What do you mean? Um, billboards for Universal Studios. Yep. Why am I noticing this? They have, a new, they have a new campaign out. Big Whoop. Big Whoop. Big Whoop. Big Wow. They 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 have a they have a new campaign. Big Whoop. Big Whoop. <laughs> All right. So make it to Taste of LA, please. Yep. You sure, do. you sure do. You sure do. I hop out of my van. I go. I run into the. <laughs> I run into the coffee shop. All right. Who's there? There at Taste of L.A., uh, you see Gloria Martinez, the Baron of Whittier. Okay. Jesus Ramirez, the oh. uh, right hand man of Salvador. Okay. Talking with Crispus. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And who else? And Just you random also, assortment. Uh, you see, yeah, you see a couple, couple you don't recognize. Okay, the gold farbs are there. And the gold farbs, yeah. I, okay, I interrupt them. <laughs> Jesus and Christmas. And yeah, and Gloria's. Right. Ta- is she talking with them? No, she's oh, just kind of, kind of chilling. Okay, so Gloria's cool. So I'm hoping that she will. She was. I think she was pretty nice to me at the rant when mm-hmm. I met her. So, um, does does she see me? Yeah. So I'm going to motion her over here to where with Crispus and Jesus. Okay. I'm like, okay, so are they talking? Uh, yeah, but, you know, they, they look up at you. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I am, like, so ramped up. You know, I'm just... Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hi. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, what's up? Um, how's Salvador doing? Uh, yeah, well, he's, uh, he's doing all right, you know. Uh, the wounds are almost completely gone at this point. Okay, because he might want to hear about this. We might, I don't know, but I don't want to stress him out. Yeah, well, no, he's not here right now, so. (gasps) Where is he? Oh, you know, he's just, uh, doing his thing, you know. Vampires gotta get fed, son. All right, what, okay, whatever. You will not, you are not going to believe this. Okay, there's, there's a lot of things going on. Now, Christmas, I told you that Louis and this shadow, his name is Petrodon, vampire guy, kindred guy, they want me to spy on Karen. However, things have gotten ramped up considerably, which, which actually culminated in three... I don't even know what they were. Maybe see, I don't, and I, but I do know they were vampires, right? Yes, I you, know. yeah, that you know. Three other vampires I have never seen before, but I've never seen a lot of them. But I've never seen them. I don't know who they are. 
they came in. Uh, so I'm like completely like jumping all over the place. Okay, yeah. okay. So I'm like, okay, calm, calm down, calm down. There was a hit. I think there was a hit placed on Louis and Petrodon. Louis and Petrodon were meeting with me again because they want me to spy on and now kill Karen. When we were having this meeting and talking about this, these three vampires come in out of freaking nowhere and just shoot up the place. And I don't know if Louis, I don't know if he's still alive. I barely got out of there alive just now. So uh, uh, Crispus kind of leans forward and he's like, Petrodon? Mm-hmm. You didn't tell me his name was Petrodon. I didn't know his name. He was a shadow when I first met him. Was he, like, uh, pretty fucking ugly? At first. But then, like, over the course of the evening, after we, in the process of us getting attacked, then he looked different. He looked like a normal guy. Right. But at first he was hideous. Yeah, well, those Nosferatu, they can do that. What the fuck? What, what are you talking about? Nosferatu, it's... It's an actual thing? It's a thing. It's a bloodline. It's a thing. They all look like... They all look hideous in their natural form. Okay, it's, my it's brain... My br- okay, yeah, no, my occult, my occult skill, my brain is reeling. Like, oh, shit. Nosferatu's really exist. I just talked to one. What the fuck? Like, ah, I can't wait to tell Derek. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, never mind that. Never mind that. So, Justicar Petrodon yes was in the same room as, as Louis, and then Louis, you know Louis, you know his his bevy of assistants, yeah, uh, Catherine, yeah. Elena, and Mar- Maribel or Mariel. Mariel, yeah, they were all there too. And then something happened in the process of this attack where the sound got completely sucked out of the room, and we couldn't hear anything. And a vampire spit at me, like with oh, their shit. blood. So, okay. so Jesus yeah. and and you know, and uh, Chris, Crispus and Gloria all exchange concerned looks, and and Gloria says, "What was an Asimite doing there?" Mm-hmm. Asimite. <laughs> what the, what what is that? What is an Asimite? Uh, it's another 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 clan, a uh, bunch of fucking assassin types. That's what it was. They had double barrel shotguns. They ambushed us. And I, I mean, I was technically ambushed by Louis and Petrodon in that moment. I had no idea that they, they want me to... I have a feel. I have this feeling like diablerize is a bad word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's a really bad thing to say out yeah, loud. Yeah, Say it. But they want me to diablerize Karen. <laughs> so from across the room, there's a sound of a, a glass breaking. <laughs> Not again. Is it Murray again? Yeah. <laughs> He's so sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> he must have super good hearing. Of course he does. Um. So they all kind of simultaneously sit back in their seats, like you know, Ugh. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Gloria says, "Can you prove any of this?" I did not record the conversation, but when Louis, when I was first, I don't even know what to say. When I was first, I don't know what two weeks ago, <laughs> when all this started. <laughs> I was brought into Louis's mansion and was told that Karen needed to be stopped and that she was irresponsible and and I my argument was that she had never been embraced by anybody in this community to know that she's not the only vampire that exists which is what she thinks she is 
that she needed doesn't know any of the etiquette. She knows nothing about this masquerade that exists. And so she needed to be stopped. But only now they're telling me that I need to get rid of her. Or else I will get... I'm gonna get... I don't know what they're gonna do to me, but... It's just... It's bizarre. So they're just kind of stunned silence. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So I need to tell as many people about this as possible. No, no, no. No. You need to keep it quiet. Why? Because Louis Fortier is 250 years old, and he is a baron in Los Angeles. He is one of the most powerful vampires. He may be dead, for all we know. If they had dragon's breath bullets. If he's dead, then we can go and we can reassess the situation. But assuming he got out of that, which is a safe assumption. <laughs> Who's saying this? Christmas? Christmas? You don't want to be putting your word against his. That these are serious. You don't understand. These no, are, I don't. These are the most. These are the most serious accusations on multiple levels. Killing another vampire, sucking not just their blood out of their body, but their soul out of their body, because that's what is involved. Okay, so I did. I, I'm just like my my brain is like swimming. Okay. This is what we're talking about. That is pretty much the way to get every other kindred in the city on your ass. Secondly, <laughs> asking someone to do that? No. They did it! Why, you have to believe me. Why would I make something like this up? Listen, I'm not saying whether I believe you or not in this moment. I know, but I'm just... But you have to consider how that's going to sound. Your cracker ass just sat up yesterday <laughs> and said, Hey... I think it would be a really great idea to breach the masquerade. Who's with me? Then you're going to come out and say one of the most respected kindred leaders in the community is trying to force you into committing the most heinous crime our kind recognizes. Thirdly, thirdly, Justicar Petrodon, he is a Camarilla tool. He works with the Camarilla. They are not supposed to be here. This is the anarch-free states. Camarilla is not welcome. So first of all, he shouldn't even be here. Secondly, he's obviously here at the sufferance of Louis. So that's not good for Louis. <laughs> None of that is good for him. Why do we care what happens to him? He's obviously up to no good. Well, personally, I, up until this evening, thought he was a pretty good guy, pretty decent. But, however, be that as it may, one way or the other, we need to make sure that your accusations have some merit before we can go around spouting them off. You understand? Because if it's just your word against his, no one's going to believe you. And you'll get run out of town on a rail at best... All right, all right, all right, all right. So what do you suggest we do? Because all I'm thinking right now is that I'm going to have to record a conversation with Louie. But can vampires' voices even be recorded? I don't know. Usually. All right, fine. Well, anyway, I can record a conversation with him and talk to him about this because I need more clarity on what he wants me to do. But that is what he's 
why would someone of my age make something up and know about all of these things? I don't, I don't know any of these people. Well, that's the only reason I haven't thrown you out of here. You have some credibility. But then again, I know you to a certain extent. Salvador seems to like you. What would Salvador say about this? So look at Jesus. Jesus kind of says, he'd say this what we're saying right now, man. It's, All right, so I have to record this. I have to. I have to get like a recording. Get a recording. Get something in writing. Get something that can pin. Well, Petrodon gave me two weeks or a fortnight. Is that two weeks? <laughs> Christmas is nuts. He gave me a fortnight to get this done. All right. Well, that buys you some time. I need to go back and I need to find out if Louis is alive. I'm terrified to go back out there because those people, I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, that's a whole other issue. And Who I'm sure are that's, those people? And I'm sure that's something that Louis will uh, vouch Deny? for. No, if if they were gunning for him, he'll probably he'll probably bring it up. If he doesn't, well, that's. That's interesting in and of itself. What would cause something to take the sound out of a room like that? Um, you know, fucking acemites, they can do that. They can just shut down the, the, the sound in the room so that their enemies can't communicate, alarms can't be heard, phone calls can't be made, that kind of thing. Yeah, Catherine was trying to call somebody. Yeah, probably uh, Louis' backup. He's got. He's he's only got about three dozen ghouls and retainers who could have probably come to his aid in about ten minutes. Yeah, but like, part of me was wondering if because they went for Petrodon first, so I'm wondering if this hit was meant for Petrodon and Louis set it up because he knows that if Louis is such a great guy, which is what you're saying, Maybe he set up the hit, but they were they were shooting at him too. So, but Petrodon got out of there much more easily, which is why I don't know if Louis's okay. So Gloria says, "Yeah, that's a good point. You know, Louis might be trying to uh, lure Petrodon. He might be uh, might not be quite the turncoat he appears." Because I agreed to I agreed to take care of Karen only just to get them off my back. Of course, of course. So. Anyway, well, I don't know if I feel better having talked to you, but at least you know what's going on. I will try to find out what I can, but what I needed to ask you is, and you're my starting point, I guess, and I guess I need to talk to Salvador about this too, but so if you guys could relay this to him, because I'm going to have to find him and talk to him about this, because so you're saying if I was going to do that to Karen, that I would be cast out? Well, yes and no. I mean, I can't pretend that that doesn't happen and that people don't get away with it. Did you all know about Karen? Yeah. Why didn't you frickin' bring her here and talk to her? We just thought she was kind of harmless, you know? She is harmless. 
I don't even know where she is now. She's disappeared. I have to find her. Well, once you do, we're all, we're willing to offer our protection, as we were before. She doesn't she seem to trust away. it. She, no, she didn't slip away. She escaped on purpose because for some reason, I think her instincts are pretty damn good. Based on the fact that she has survived this long without knowing anything about you guys. But I don't know how long she's lived in Cal- How long has she been in California? I don't... Anyway, all I'm saying is... Diablerizing would be bad. Yes. And so if I did that, it would change my standing in the community as being loser guy that nobody cares about to... Or... To a guy who diabolized his sire and stay away from him? Like, I don't get it. Oh, you'd be killed. You'd be killed. But I'd, I'd acquire her powers. You would, Well, you would become more powerful. Because she can turn into a wolf and stuff. I mean, like, she can do stuff. Sure. So what, can you give me any case studies... Not case study. Sorry, that's Desiree talking. Can you give me <laughs> cite you, your sources? Can you give me any examples of what what's happened to somebody who diabolized their sire? Their sire. I'm not talking about another vampire. I'm talking about their sire. It's happened. And well, usually the community bands together. Uh, they call what's uh, referred to as a blood hunt. Every kindred in the community begins hunting for the Diablerist. When he is found, the uh, permission is uh, is granted to take them out. Have 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 people who Diablerized? They have. They can't have. There have to be some people who have escaped from that blood hunt. Yeah, and there are those who get away with it without even being hunted. How? They all look a little uncomfortable, and uh, and Crispus says, "Well, look, I've obviously, done it. <laughs> obviously, you didn't hear it from us. But my understanding is, when it is done, the victim basically crumbles away to dust. So there are no actual remains. So how can you prove someone was well?" It's such a base, debased act that it actually taints your aura. Aura that eventually clears up, I guess you could say, goes away. But for a period of time afterwards, it's detectable. So when is the last time there was a blood hunt here in LA? Uh, there were quite a few. <laughs> Oh boy, but yeah, no, we haven't had a lot since. Uh, and he kind of, he kind of looks at Jesus like, "Wait, what?" Like Jesus says, "I don't know, like '68, I guess." It's like, yeah, there were a lot. But anyway, not all of those were because of diablery. So the anarch free states were not born through peaceful means. So how do you know somebody actually did it based on the aura? That's pretty much the only way to know. And that fades over time, but you don't know how long it takes. It seems to vary. Have you heard about people doing that to their sires? Like, sure, it happens. What, could it happen accidentally? No. 
It's a very conscious act. There are some kindred who almost become addicted to it. They say that there's no ecstasy like the ecstasy of draining the soul of another kindred. And some uh, some turn into uh, monsters who uh, exclusively hunt other vampires. Those are the worst of the worst, the most debased of the debased. So it can't happen if, well, never mind. <laughs> Wait, pause. So no, 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 oh. no, not, oh. not literal pause. Not just literal pause. like out of character. Yeah, yeah. So I was talking to you about like an accidental frenzy taking place. Yes. So they're saying that that can't happen that way. Uh, well, it could start that way. It could start that way. But it has to be a conscious decision. Like so I'm gonna keep going. Finish the deed. I'm gonna keep going. So there's a there's a stopping point. There is a feeling of <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot my wad. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. I could stop, but you, I can't. You exactly. hit a point of no return. You do hit a point of no return, exactly. And then you're like, oh, this is happening. Uh-huh. Really? Okay, so that's, I mean, that's the best way I can, like, equate yeah. it with. Is... Yeah. No, yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. That's pretty much it. Oh, man. But then at one point, you can't stop. But you can kind of go, okay, if I pull out now. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I withdraw myself from this situation, uh-huh. I'll, st- I'll be able to stop myself. Yes. But if I keep going, yes. At this one point, then the whole the, the blood Basically, and the soul is everything's coming out. Mechanically, the way I, <laughs> the mechanically sorry, the way sorry. I would apologies. The way I would handle it mechanically is that if you were in a frenzy, mm-hmm. I would say, okay, you've gotten to this point of no return. You're going to keep going because of your frenzy. If you don't Hot. want to do that. You know, what? If I botch it, then? No, no, no. If you don't want to do that, spend a willpower point to have a moment of clarity. Because remember, you can spend a willpower point to kind of take control for a moment. And then spend that willpower point, and then you can make your decision, basically. So it would would come down to spending... So if you were frenzying with zero willpower, which is unlikely, but, you know, if you were frenzying with zero willpower, then then you would, uh, you know, you you, you just do it automatically. That's the only time it would happen automatically. Okay. Okay. All right. So I've talked to them. Mm-hmm. So can you please tell Salvador this is what's going on? We will. We will give him a message. Absolutely. And have you heard anything about where Karen could possibly be? Sorry, man. All right. I'm gonna leave. As you leave. Oh no. <laughs> so there's a little like you know boxy. TV up above the bar that's, you know, usually... <gasps> oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> usually, uh, just, mm-hmm. you know, kept on a low volume. And, uh... And as you're leaving, um, all of a sudden, like, it's as if the volume got turned way up on the on the TV, even though nobody's around it. And it's a commercial that's come on for the Castle Dracula live show at Universal Studios. Featuring, just it, it, you know, it's just like oh, a little fifteen oh, oh, second oh. spot, you know. <laughs> I thought Karen, that's like Karen escaped because she's like, "Ooh, I got this opportunity." Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, to run Castle Dracula. No, she's not that stupid. <laughs> Sweet, time to relaunch my career. <laughs> no, but it's just it's like the Castle Dracula. Castle Dracula show. show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are those like the ads that I was seeing? 
Um, you were just seeing billboards for like Universal Studios, but yeah. Like, but this is like a feature. This is a yeah. this is a, a attraction. Yeah, and it's like it's like okay. totally totally corny. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like Blood. they're they're showing footage from the live show, and it's like fucking Dracula. Bride of Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster, werewolf, Wolfman, Wolfman. And, mummy. And is there a mummy? There's a mummy. Oh. And, and then and then there's you're even pretty sure you see the Incredible Hulk on stage. Oh, <laughs> wait, why? By the way, this wait, is real. Is this is a real thing. Yes, it is. It is. This Why is the Hulk? The only there? thing I changed is that the Castle Dracula show closed in '83 to make room for the Conan Swords and Sorcery Adventure Live show. But I figured in the World of Darkness. It Castle it. Dracula show yeah. kept going. So it did. Yeah. Um, as much as I love the Conan show, but you know. Yeah. So when I am like, oh, Universal Studios, it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> um. <laughs> so basically. Yeah. So I see this. Yes. And it's just so surreal. Yeah. But it makes me think of Karen. Mm-hmm. And because um, remember when I was ta- I remember when I was talking to her and she was like. When I said that there are werewolves, and this is one of my like second times I visited her, and mm-hmm. I was like, "There's werewolves in this," and she's like, "What? What are their mummies?" And like, yeah, yeah. she was just like being very flippant about it, yeah, and couldn't believe it. Okay, so, so I'm thinking of Karen, and I get into my van. Well, mm-hmm. I'm scared to be outside actually, so I'm gonna be. I'm still <laughs> standing there looking at the TV. Okay. So I'm gonna take a step back. Yeah. And I'm going to try, like, I feel like I could, like, oh, there has to be a way that I can communicate with her telepathically. By the way, as soon as that commercial ends, the volume goes back to the way it was before. Okay, that's weird. And and actually, do do a perception plus. What? Is it perception? Wait, 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 alertness? Okay, wait. Perception. So you've got, uh, okay, perception, you've intelligence, got awareness. Witness. Okay, awareness. perception plus awareness, please. Perception plus awareness. Okay, so that's six. Okay. What's the. Uh, difficulty five. Not, not. But I'm over. So then I'm over the. Oh, you are actually. Oh so. yeah. So never mind. Then. Okay. Never mind. Um, so you also notice like not only did the volume uh, sort of go back down, but you kind of notice like the other people in there, such as there are, including the gold farms, didn't seem to react to the fluctuation of volume in the way you would have. Like yeah. nobody even like what? Oh, hmm? Like what know, is like, that? Yeah. You seem to be the only one who. You know what I would like? What? what would be a nice touch, I think? Unless it's just kind of corny. But yeah. I think what a nice touch would be one of Karen's shows is on. Like, it's it's in a rerun. <laughs> and they're showing her. You know, I think that's actually... Because you were just asking me the other day, like, so what's the, what's the deal with Karen's shows? Is that, like, in a reruns or whatever? Yeah. So, yeah. So, actually, the, the commercial ends. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, we now return to Mistress Black's mm-hmm. midnight movie. Because, you know, it's, yeah. it's like 145. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's like the final segment. Yeah. And there she is up on the screen, you know, uh, and it's like, welcome back, ghoulies. Uh-huh. You know, we're going to, we're going to finish this one out, uh-huh. uh, you know, in, in grand Grignall style. <laughs> so sit back with me and we'll watch the blood flow, uh-huh. you know, and then it picks up with, you know. Vampiro Satanicos or whatever <laughs> screaming. So. so I'm like, oh. there has to be a way. So that really gets to me. Yeah. Seeing her. Yeah. So I'm feeling very. It's a weird mixture of feelings. Yeah. Really strange mixture of feelings. But again, it's not like I can feel it in my body. It's like I feel it on this other level. Because I remember you talking about how. Um, in terms of my feelings, like I can't feel the physical symptoms of my mm-hmm. of my emotions. 
Like I can't feel my heart rate. Right. Or my, exactly. I'm not sweating. You're I'm not, not you're flushed. Not I'm nope. like. In like, fact, you have to spend a blood point to emulate to those emulate physical, those those physical things. Yeah. So it's this other like this. I've been really trying to cut off my emotions. I mean, I'm kind of reactionary person right now, but yeah. but like I get overwhelmed with this feeling, and it's I guess it's emotional, but it's like a combination of like lust and like like it's not sentimental, but it's this feeling of connection that I can't really explain mm-hmm. and also disgust like it's like a couple different of those emotions combined when I see her and so I think oh like because it's such an overwhelming feeling like I, I think about all the vampire movies and horror movies that I've watched mm-hmm. like, there has to be a way that I can communicate with her telepathically which I'm sure see Aaron doesn't know this but <laughs> I'm out of character I'm saying like yeah. I'm sure there is like a very specific telepathic well, skill sure. which I don't have get your disciplines yeah, up I don't to have a certain level Right, but but I'm thinking, but Aaron's like, I have to feel it. Like, that's how I can find her, you mm-hmm. know? I can find her by just thinking really hard and, like, putting that out there right. in, in the ether. Right. So I'm going to, like, really focus on, I'm going to, like, really, really think about her, who she is, my conversation, like, everything about her, mm-hmm. my all my experiences with her, even when she, even when she turned me. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm thinking really hard about this in this moment. Yeah. So I'm just standing kind of against the wall with my eyes closed, like yeah. really thinking to try to be like, where are you? Yeah. So you're thinking, you're thinking, and then you feel a hand on your shoulder very gently. <laughs> you open your eyes, and it's Murray's face looking at you. He's like, you okay, buddy? <laughs> I just sigh and I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Fine, thanks, 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 man. Yeah, no problem. And I leave. Right. <laughs> so there's no way that I can connect with her telepathically or or throw out the energy like I'm looking for you. Apparently not. I don't know. I'm putting it out there. You're putting it out so there. I'm thinking, I know. So I'm gonna go to. Um, I need some blood. I need... Uh, fuck this. I need to feed. I need to... I need, I'm using my brain more than I've ever used it, and it's a dead brain, okay? So so I need to... I need to replenish. I need to get up to max blood points. Oh. I don't right. give a fuck. Yeah. I am... I am... I need my fucking enchiladas. I right. need them now. So right. I have to view... Make it easy, Gazorp Azorp Field. <laughs> so right. I'm going to go, and I'm going to... What's it called? What's... You're going to hunt. What's the club? No, no. What's the club? Oh, club zombie. Club zombie. I'm going okay. to club zombie. All right. And I am working my magic. Working that magic. All right. So what's your herd level? Herd level's three. Oh. Or one, but I get three. All right. So. So I have viewing... three people that I can. Right. So what is your current blood pool? Nine. Oh, good. One, two, oh, three, wow. four, five. Jeez. So I have five more to fill up. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be full up because I need to... All right, well, good. That means you're... Um... Wait, do I have my will... any willpower back? Oh, yeah. Let's see. What are you down? Two. Uh, yeah, get one back. Okay. Um, so you're not considered hungry or hangry. No, 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 no. So that's good. 
Uh, that's, I think I want to get that. Your your threshold for that is seven minus your self control. So what's your self control? Two. So if you're at five or less, you're hungry. Yeah. No, I'm not hungry. So that's good. That is good. But you do have that guilty conscience, right? Mm. You should buy that off. No, I don't have a guilty conscience. What's it called? Uh, guilt rack. Guilt rack. <laughs> yeah, even worse. Yeah. Oh yes, I remember actually. There's a. There we go. Guilt racked. Oh boy, four points. Yeah. Yeah. So you suffer horrible guilt each time you feed. Roll conscience, difficulty seven, or else frenzy every time you feed. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely recommend buying that off. How do I buy it off? You just pay the. You pay how many points. Uh, you got out of it. So if you have four experience points, you pay the four points and you don't have it anymore. Okay, well, I have. it's a flaw. Yeah. So I can buy off my... Like, I create off. flaws the and flaw then I can buy them off. gave you points to spend during character creation, so you're essentially just paying those paying points back. back. All right, well, I only have three experience points. Did right. I get any from our last session? Oh, this yeah. This is a uh, We went through that already. What, what did you those learn? Those are the three. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We yeah, because yeah. we did it at the end. Yeah. And yeah. we commented yeah. on how unusual that is. Because <laughs> usually I give you the XP at the beginning of the session. Okay. Are we going to have to go back and double check? No, but right. I have three experience points sure. here. You're pretty sure. Yeah, but I don't want to spend them on guilt rack right now. Oh, yeah. Actually, I know for sure because you spent all your points at the beginning of last session. Yes, I did. And no, so, I do know that. I'd have so like I'd have, have like points. eight if yeah, I... Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like yeah. ten or something. God forbid. Okay, so here's, so here's how it works. You go to Club Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, no music. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold on, let me, let me cue up some music here. So you go to Club Zombie, and um, and that's that's what you do. And um, and what they're doing is... Um, <laughs> oh, the things they're doing. Oh, the things they're doing. Wait a minute. Let's, let's just... Uh, Okay, there we go. I just gotta get some good, good vampire <laughs> club music going here. Oh my God. So we'll just get that queued up. We'll just bring it in midway through. Right. Midway through the song. So you're walking in. Oh. And. Alright. So you're walking in. And, uh. <laughs> And yeah, and so basically you uh, kind of look around and you see a couple of the people in your herd down there gyrating on the uh, dance floor. And uh, so what we're going to do... <laughs> you're going to start dancing? You're going to start dancing. Hey, why if I suck your blood? So, um, <laughs> basically... That's horrible. I know. Yeah, so basically... No, I'm going to make some attempt to... Uh, to lure them to me. I of mean, course, of course. So we... Uh, they obviously find me charming. Of I course, guess. right. So we gamify that as follows. <laughs> so there's going to be a difficulty. Now, you are you are in a location where it's going to be very easy to find prey. So that's that makes it a difficulty four uh, task. You're using... You, you kind of like... It, it can be variable in terms of what you how you make your pool. Okay. Because you're, you're kind of like, well, if I just want to like fucking you know, chase after people, you know, and, and try and run them down and, and no, pounce on them. No, no. But listen, listen. But, you know, if I want to run them down and pounce on them, it would be stamina plus athletics, right? Right, right, right. But if you're, like, trying to use your kind of wiles and your charm, 
you're going to do appearance. Yeah. Now, they recommend appearance plus subterfuge. Wait, wait, wait. Appearance? Yeah. There's no... Yeah. Up top. Oh, yes. Appearance plus subterfuge? Well, they recommend appearance plus subterfuge, but Mm. we were just talking about... uh, What was it? Uh, Performance? Not performance. It was Expression? Expression. And intimidation. Well, you, you could go with intimidation if you wanted to, yeah. Would it also be charisma? Uh, no. Why not? Because that's char- not a skill. But I'm using appearance. Yes, you are. I can only use one attribute and yes. one ability? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be appearance, which is four. Uh-huh. Plus, um, plus expression, which is three. Okay, and Which now- I'm making it clear that, like, what I want. Yep. Also, you have one dot in herd, so you're going to add a dice to your pool. And how many points of fame do you have? One. So instead of adding a dice for your point of fame, you reduce the difficulty by one. So it's actually difficulty three. Okay. Yeah, so. Oh, man. Somehow. I'm not going to say anything. Okay, difficulty three. Yep. Oh, shit. Okay, so I have two tens, which I know doesn't matter. I basically... I, su- I succeeded on... On, um... Seven. Jeez! Yeah. Jeez, and crackers. I had eight. I was rolling eight things. Wow, you didn't roll any ones? Nope. Thank wow. God. Jeez, wow. So I okay. do this with minimum muss and fuss. Yes. I'm becoming better and more no skilled. Yeah. You just walk on the dance floor and go... <laughs> 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 Immediately you got like two, one on each arm, you know. Like. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you got seven successes. My mm-hmm. goodness. Okay. So, um... So everyone enjoys themselves. Everyone has a good time. <laughs> yeah. You, you take them back into a darkened booth. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, that's that's Do my good. thing. Do your thing. So, we just need to see how your guilt rack oh. helps here. So <laughs> Helps? Yeah. So you're going to roll your conscience, difficulty seven. Okay, so I have four for my conscience. Not self-control. Though. Right. So four. Four. For my conscience. Yes. And you can spend a willpower point to guarantee a success if you want. I am. Okay, so go ahead and mark that off. Okay, so I'll just put... One here. Yeah. Okay. Difficulty. Seven. Seven. I know. Ooh. One. Two. Wow. So, so I have three, three successes. successes altogether. Wow. I am. I'm on a mission. You are. So since you rolled seven successes, we won't even randomize it. Uh, we'll just say you're at full max. Oh. Blood pool now. This is the first time that I've ever been in a full. A full blood pool. Nice. Like, I've never had a full blood pool before this this time. Excellent. So I am at... 15. Damn. Okay. So am I feeling better? You like, feel better than you have felt for, like, the last two weeks, basically. You feel totally satiated. You almost feel alive. Oh, so sad. <laughs> Your black little heart goes. <laughs> One little, little rubbery. A little, a little Grinch blurp. Little rubbery blurp, yeah. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> yes. 
wow, I feel amazing. I'm happy. I'm really feeling like I can, I can do anything. Uh-huh. Plus, I gotta, I, I mean, based on all the shit that happened tonight, I think I'm pretty wanting to, like, feel as good as possible. Yeah. Have a good time all, all the, the time. All the time. So yeah. I'm wondering if... Okay, so what time is it at this point? Like 3 or 2? Uh, 2.30? No, it's getting on to 3. 3? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go back to my freaking apartment. Yeah. It's been a couple days. It's been a couple days. So the chicken, Derek. All right. All right. So I'm driving to Encino. <laughs> driving to Encino. All right, so Club Zombie is no more. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> You know, that is Louis Club. I know it is. So it's very <gasps> oh, ballsy wait. of you to show up there. Why? It's Louis Club. Why? Why is it ballsy? I don't know. How I'm do you cool. feel about Louis right I'm now? cool with Louis. Oh, okay. Hey, man, if it's a place where I can get blood, I don't care. Okay. Actually, I realize now I'm going to go to the Sepulchre. Which one? The Sepulchre, the, the little interior club of the club. Oh, zone. yeah, sure, sure. I'm just going to see who's there. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, so. <laughs> no one's there. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, let's see. So it's uh, you recognize uh, Rose. Oh yeah. And she's there with another uh, lady vamp. Okay. You don't recognize they're they're just sort of hanging out talking. Mm-hmm. They've got a couple blood dolls with them, you know. Rose kind of nods to you when she walks in. I just yeah. No, that's it? Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm gonna leave. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Just picturing like a computer game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, <laughs> All right, I'm heading back to Encino. Alright. To my apartment. So you make the drive from downtown LA back to Encino, so you get there, you know, around 3 30. Mm-hmm. And, um. Is the light on in the. Well, you know, it's an apartment complex, so there's always... No, no, I mean in my apartment. Ah, okay. So, as you are walking towards your apartment, you see the lights are off, but the porch light has been left on, which normally Derek turns it off. Yeah. Um, There's, like, some ferns and uh, greenery sort of under the, the patio area, you know, uh, of your apartment. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. And you hear some rustling in the vegetation. It's a coyote. Mm-hmm. Comes walking out, pads out onto the the sidewalk, and just kind of sits back on its haunches, looking at you. I'm gonna use my animal ken mm-hmm. and say, "Find Karen for me." Oh shit! To the books. Yeah. All right, so. Because <laughs> nothing I love more is watching you flip through a book after Hell I tell, yeah. you, tell you what I'm going to do. All right. So you've got your feral whispers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feral whispers. <laughs> Animal. Oh, yeah. It's a lesser known wham B-side to careless whispers. No. Um, <laughs> no. No. All right. So you create an empathic connection with a beast. Which I already have. We've, we've said this. Yeah. Well, it's, it's your retainer. So. Yeah. Um, you can see through the eyes of the animal, mm-hmm. transmitting your desires through sheer force of will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know how animal can work yeah. now. Yeah. 
Uh, I was surprised. No guarantee an animal will want to deal with the vampire. Okay, well that's fine. Nor is it them. Still doesn't leave my creature better disposed. Uh, okay, the vampire successfully uses the power the animal performs the command to the best of its ability and intellect. Only the very brightest creatures understand truly complex directives, orders dealing with conditional situations or requiring abstract logic. Commands that the animal... <laughs> I'm not telling it, like, get me out of this jam or get me a job. I'm, like, just saying, find Karen. Get me a job. It knows... <laughs> Comes back with a job application in its mouth. <laughs> oh, good doggy. No, it knows who Karen is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's smelled her before, so it knows... Okay, so we need a, a manipulation plus animal ken roll. Okay. And can I add a... Um, oh, I used willpower to ensure success. Yes, you did. Okay. So four. That's going to be four. So manipulation is two. Animal ken is two. Difficulty is six on this one. I'm going to use willpower. I'm desperate. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's a guaranteed success. Yep. So it's at six. Yep. I have one success. Just from the willpower? Yeah. God damn it. Yes, indeed. I rolled some ones. You did roll some ones. I didn't need that for my freaking blood pool. This is like more, way more important than the blood pool thing. So the coyote goes trotting off. All right. Well, I kind of shrug like, who knows what, you know, who knows what will even work. Yeah. But I, I'm just so desperate. Mm-hmm. So the porch light is on, but you said Darren. 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 <laughs> 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 um... Dirk, Dirk, yes, Dirk. Um, doesn't usually do that, and that there are ferns under the like. There's potted plants uh, in front of our apartment now. No, no, it's just <laughs> yeah, they've never been there before. That's what I'm like. So he moved out, let me, and let all me, my stuff's gone. No, like, no, no, no. basically, the way it works is like I'll sketch it here. You've got your walkway. Can you see yeah. that? So there's your walkway. Yeah. And then there's like kind of like a half a flight of stairs. Yeah. That go up to the landing, right, where yeah. your where your front door is. Right. Okay. So, and then there's, like, kind of a uh, an elevated uh, porch. Yeah. You know, like, kind of to the right of that, yeah. of that landing. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, there's, it's just there's a bunch of greenery that's Under the under thing. That. Okay, I got it. I yeah. got it. I got it. So, it's All not right. unusual. Okay. So, I sent off the coyote. Yep. I go up the stairs. Yep. I get my keys. Yep. Put them in the lock. Lock works. I come keys in. Work. I come in. All right. I turn the porch light off. Okay. Door opens. Uh, you can see in the brief moment between the door opening and you reaching into the dark to flip the switch on the porch light, you briefly see Derek's futon and you know a pile of blankets and a slumbering form underneath. Okay. All right. I'm going to close the door quietly. All right. And I'm going to go into my closet. (laughs) (laughs) Just to see, like, Uh how does it look? (laughs) It's Uh, still all tore up. Looks the same. Yeah, it has these massive raking (sighs) claw marks in the the wood and the plaster. I got to get a job. I am going to... The TV is in the main room, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. We made it so that Derek was sleeping in the closet. Did you? Yeah. Like, I remember... Oh, he takes the night shift in the closet and you take the day shift? 
Was that it? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, what, 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 what? All right, so as you walk in, you hear Derek snoring in the closet. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to turn the TV on. All right. I'm wondering, at this point, you said it's like 345, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. I'm going to check my messages. Okay. Um, no messages. <laughs> well, no, it's been a couple days, so... Uh, yeah, you have a... No, it's only been, like, one day, because the day before, Olivia yeah. told... This is the same night. Oh, that's right. So, Olivia called Jesus. me the, the night before, and right. was like, yeah. let's meet the next night. So, yeah, yeah, we yeah, did, yeah, and yeah. all this shit storm happened. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you actually don't have any messages. Alright. Yeah. So, I don't really know what to do. Again, I'm gonna sit there. Okay, so there's a couch. Is there, Oh, no, there's a futon. Futon, yeah. I'm gonna lay on the futon. I'm going to really try hard again. <coughs> Let Karen know I'm thinking about her. Yeah. And that I need to see her. I have to see her. Okay. So I'm really focusing. So what I'm thinking I could use is... I don't know. Would it be perception... Like mental abilities, or like what's empathy? Uh, empathy is basically just connecting with other people. So yeah, that, so that empathy, could come up. perception. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only thing. I, an expression, honestly. But I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there on my character sheet. That's fine. That's fine. Um, empathy would probably be the most uh, appropriate. Okay. Um, but um, concentration. As far as, as far as what you would do with that, you you don't know. No, I don't. I don't really have any. But I'm trying to. I can. I mean, I can tell you how to character so that it gives you something to aim for eventually. Well, if she's still alive, I mean, what's the point of? Right. There's a discipline. Is it celerity? No. Celerity is just quickness. So celerity is one of those nice disciplines because you only have to learn what it does once and each dot just gives you bonuses to that one thing. As opposed to these other disciplines where each dot is a completely different goddamn thing. But anyway, do you have any levels in protein? Yeah. Okay, great. So that's the one you want to buy up. Um, so I have one in protein. Or no, wait. Sorry, not protein. Presence. presence. No, I don't have presence. presence. Okay. Basically, you need four dots and presence. What? <clears throat> and it's a it's an ability called summon, and you can summon anyone you've ever met, regardless of, t- of distance. All right, that's impossible. Yeah, but just uh, but don't sire. I'm thinking about the sire. Yeah. Relationship, like. Yeah. There has to be some little thread, or else I wouldn't be feeling this way. Yeah, so I throw it out there again. I, I think about every single moment that I've spent with Karen. Yeah. And I really am trying to will some sort of message out into the universe so that she knows that I'm thinking about her and that I want to know where she is. Yep. You do that. But I have a special relationship because I am like her kid. Yes. So. Yes, you do. But of course, I'm sure other people are trying to find her and kill her, and so. You know, I don't know. How, I, I'm thinking about all of this. Right. So I do that probably for a good, you know, half hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'm gonna turn the TV on and see if uh, Cutler's on. 
Uh, Cutler, this time of day, is not on. Alright. Uh, so I don't know what to do, really, at this point. I'm kind of done. I think I'm tired. Yeah. So, <laughs> we just veg out uh, yeah. and watch. I'm basically going to wait until the sun comes up and when exactly. Derek gets up so I can go into the closet. Exactly. So <laughs> in a better living situation. You watch some uh, I Love Lucy reruns. <laughs> and, oh, man. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then eventually, you know, you hear the, you hear Derek's alarm going off mm-hmm. in the closet. The sun's probably starting to come and, out. Um, yeah, like it's still dark in the in the apartment, but you're just starting to see like little little gray light seeping in through the vertical blinds. Does that f- fill fill me with you're, terror? You're, you're with feeling some nervous. fear. You're feeling nervous. Some anxiety. Like you know, you're about thirty seconds away from just going over and banging on the the closet door and be like, "Hey, I'm actually yeah, I'm here, really you know? trying to yeah. control myself." And then you hear the alarm go up. But I like. I mean, I'm kind of interested to see how far I can go. Like how yeah. far I can go without feeling like I want. I'm going to go crazy. Right. So the alarm goes off. So I kind of scoot into the kitchen uh-huh. just to be on the safe side. Because the window we have is probably blocked by something. Like, it's not... There's no sun coming on that side of uh, the apartment of the studio. You're assuming you have a window on more than one wall? Yes. You don't. <laughs> it's a studio. Yeah, it's a studio. Sometimes there's a window in the right. front, by the front door. Uh, no, not in this case. There's, oh, okay. Well, that's good. There's just one wall... There's a window, uh, and then there's the uh, sliding glass door accessing the patio, basically. So. Okay, so I'm going to go into the kitchen area. Uh-huh, which is opposite that wall. Yeah, so, so I'm kind of shielding myself. Uh-huh. So yeah, you're kind of backed up all the way to the back of the kitchen, <laughs> like next to the pantry, mm-hmm, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're, you're as much in the shadows as you can be. Right. And, you, you, uh, and then Derek comes kind of walking around the corner he's oh just, shit he's I'm gonna wearing, scare the shit out of yeah, him yeah he's just wearing like his boxers you know his nuts <laughs> are hanging out one one what? leg of the boxers you know and like what and he's just like oh, oh. and he's like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry dude, dude I'm so sorry what the fuck I'm so sorry why do I look different do I look weird yeah man you got fucking and he's like kind of squinting at you like you got like fucking wolf size or some shit. No, those aren't permanent. I know they're not. They're not. But they're still there. They're not permanent. I know. Then why do I have them? You still have them. They haven't gone away yet. When do they go away? When I'd say they do. Okay, so I have my sunglasses on my like yeah. lapel. Yeah. So I'm gonna put them on. I'm so, I'm like I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Damn, dude, that's intense. <laughs> Oh shit, but, but, like, man! He describes everything. You're gonna like, you could give me a heart. He's like bracing himself oh, against the sink. Dude, you know? I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. So I'm gonna get him a glass of water. Oh, That's what I'm just doing for all humans bro. is getting them water. Bro. All right, here you go. Here you go. Oh. Just drink this water. Yeah. So you like, he just takes like a nominal sip. Yeah. You know, sets it down. Come on. <sighs> okay. Um, Hi. That's cool. <laughs> we should probably come up with some sort of like. Way to know. Way to notify each other when we're here. But I don't know, man. Whatever. It's fine. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I didn't want to wake you up. No, man. that's cool. That's cool. I had to... I don't need my coffee now, so that's good. Oh, uh, oh damn, man. Dude. So he's, like, getting, like, a box of fruit Loops down. You yeah, know? yeah. He's like, so, what's up, man? How's, <sighs> how's life in the world of the undead? Not great. Oh, yeah? 
You look good. Thanks. I, yeah, my, I mean, my appearance never really changed except for these eyes, which I don't know if they're going to go away at some point. Mm -hmm. They should be going away soon. But, um, (laughs) otherwise, you know, I'm still, still doing my thing. I probably don't have a job at this point. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, so we're going to have to figure out something in terms of rent and everything. Well, you know, that's okay. It's not due for another couple weeks. Yeah, I need I need another job. Um, I could probably get you in at the uh, night shift at the uh, at the 7-Eleven I'm working at right now. Yeah, that might be good. That might that might be good. Actually. Oh my god! Fucking vampire working. Seven <laughs> Eleven. I have my sunglasses on at all times, yeah. and I'm just like stocking the shelves. So dude, so dude tries to rob you. You're just like, yeah, go ahead, dude. Yeah, fucking okay. shoot me. See if yeah. I can. No, I think that would be great. Actually, it would actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe that might be good. That might be good. Yeah. Tell your manager I'm interested. <laughs> all right, I will. Yeah, you know, there's there's always an opening for the graveyard shift. <laughs> So, whereas I would have probably laughed at that a lot before, yeah, I'm finding it not very humorous. <laughs> Do you give it a pity laugh or, or just nothing? Mm, my mouth get, turns into kind of a little straight line. Yeah. So he kind of notices and like just takes a bite, a spoonful of Fruit Loops. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna jump in the shower. Uh, he says as he hurriedly finishes his cereal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, closet's all yours. Alright, so I'm gonna very gingerly... Yeah. ...sidle my way <laughs> to avoid any incoming sun. Uh-huh. And go into the closet and close the door. Alright. Okie dokie. <sighs> Lose a blood point, I know. Yep, thank you. Alright. Do I have any dreams? Do yeah. I dream? I think you I think we've established that you dream. I don't know. <laughs> um but yeah, no, you uh you just have more visions of Karen. Mm-hmm. Um but they're all like nothing's new. You know? Right. Like they're all like just memories of times you spent with her. She's like just out of my reach. Yeah. Alright. So, eventually, you wake. Mm-hmm. Night of the 15th. Yeah. Alright. Okay. I'm gonna... I need to, um... Get up. Mm-hmm. I gotta find out if Louis is alive. Yeah. So, based on my eidectic memory... Yes. I remember where he lives. Sure. So, I'm gonna head over there. Okay. Right. I'm wearing the suit that he got me. Oh, everything. Nice. Just trying, right. to, trying to look nice in my van, <laughs> in my studio apartment. Jesus. All right. <laughs> the least glamorous vampire in the history of vampires. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm thinking about some living in caves and crawling around in the dirt and shit. Uh, yeah, basically. So, uh, you too could live in a cave. <laughs> live in Griffith Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so you... Well, that's uh, where the werewolves live. 
So you uh, you head out for the hills of Beverly, that is. Mm-hmm. And um, all right, so I mean, like, what time? You know, we'll figure the sun sets around uh, probably around five thirty this time of year. Okay. So when do you want to head out? Yeah, like around that time. All right, so you do actually have to contend with some traffic. What and, the fuck uh, is it now, Kenny? God. <laughs> Come on, we all got places to be, <laughs> asshole. No, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Anyway, so um, <laughs> so you get over, you get over there eventually, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, you pull up outside the mansion. Your van looking completely out of place in this neighborhood at this time I'm of day. I'm sure. Um, but you know, it's all lit up. It's got its floodlights on, and you know, the walls are artfully uh, lit. You can see a peacock strutting around on the yeah. lawn, you know. Um, I mean, it never looked particularly inhabited to begin yeah, with. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it's just like shrug, yeah. so knock, knock, knock. All right, so you, uh, you, you know, head through the wrought iron gate at the base of the footpath and before you even get to the door. Mm-hmm. A couple of uh, very large gentlemen. Yeah. Kind of intercept you. Yeah. You know, coming down the path. Yeah. And uh, and they're like, "Can we help you?" Yeah, I want to know if Baron Fortier is alive. So they kind of exchange glances. And like, Why wouldn't he be? It's just a joke between me and him. Yeah. Okay. He's probably expecting me. Right. You're Aaron, right? Yep. All right, come on. Oh, shit. He's alive. Motherfucker. So they, they bring you into the tiled foyer. Yeah. And uh, and one of them says, lift your arms, please. Okay, I'm looking around like, what the fuck? So they give you a quick pat down. I got nothing. And uh, like, we hope you understand. Uh, Baron Fortier's increased security measures. Well, if you knew that, why were you acting like you didn't know what I was talking about when Just I said... Just wait here, please. <laughs> <laughs> so they head back into the deeper recesses of the house. Right, right. And, uh, you know, you're waiting about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And... Now, yeah, those vampires like to keep people waiting. Well, it's a big house, man. No, like Karen kept me waiting for like a half hour every time. Well, that was just a power play. Aww, she's so sweet. I'm kidding. She read about it on Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hold on. Yeah, is my. There we go. Okay, so. Basically, you're waiting about 20 minutes and. Uh, and then Alina No Comes down Okay So She sees you And Kind of gives you a, a, An understanding expression Right away Like How's it going Aaron? Um I don't even know How to answer that question Um How's Louie? He's okay Uh He's lying low As you can imagine How did you Managed to escape. Um, well, we just fought them off, basically. Are um, they dead? No, they ran away. The The woman went chasing after you. That just left the two men, one of whose, you know, guns had misfired. So, um, 
we were able to basically turn the tables on them once we sort of got our shit together and <clears throat> they didn't hang around very long they knew they'd lost the element of surprise and you know they basically uh just bugged out of there hmm. but um you know we uh we hit them back pretty good we bloodied their nose all right um is louie available to talk uh you know maybe not tonight um uh, but you know you could come back in a day or two in a night or two um i really don't have that kind of time okay what's going on you were there yeah you heard everything i did I need clarification. All right, just wait here. Yeah. <laughs> so, another twenty minutes. No. Just <laughs> yeah. go away. <laughs> so another twenty minutes goes by, and then uh, she comes back. She says, "All right." All right. So I'm gonna go up and talk to him. Mm-hmm. So she uh, she leads you, you know, into the house. This time, like, kind of into one of the wings you know been in yeah, before yeah and you enter into this um you know richly dark wood paneled room mm-hmm. uh, with Spanish tile floors and this like massive um mahogany bedstead <laughs> with black velvet curtains you know and uh-huh. uh and Louis is just kind of standing over at the, this large um uh, you know, ten foot high, uh, multi paned window that has a very nice view. Mm-hmm. You know of uh, L.A. and he's just kind of and he's got a little brandy snifter filled with blood, <laughs> and he's just sort of <laughs> sipping it and regarding the uh, the landscape. Okay. So as uh, as you enter, he turns and says, "Ah, Aaron, you're looking good." Thanks. My suit. Well, you got it for me, so... He just takes a sip. All right. Elena says this was an urgent matter you needed to see me about. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty urgent. Well, so he uh, turns and walks over. There's a pair of leather-backed armchairs. Offers you a seat. Okay. So I sit down. And, um... So, I need some clarification on what you requested me, or what you've requested of me in regards to Karen Anatos. Certainly. I need guarantees, even in writing, that I will be safe if I choose, if I, well, once I do what I'm supposed to do. You want a guarantee in writing? Yes stating the details of what you're expecting me to do and what I will get if I do it. Alright. So, I'm going wait to need a second. A roll wait, 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 Um. Alright, so, um, probably... Well, we'll definitely need your manipulation. Ugh. And... Okay. Uh, it's kind of your choice. Um, you can go with subterfuge. I have none of that. Or intimidation. Intimidation, I do have two. So you're basically trying to force him into this. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Like, you owe me this one. Uh-huh. So, he's a savvy fellow. I'm sure. And he's not apt to... Performance. Well, performance is like actual acting. Like, and I looked at, I looked at expression as well, but... Um, All right. Yeah, no, it's, it's more like... Those are... Um, those, those, and empathy as well. Those, those have uses, but not in this particular case. All right. So, uh, I'm going to call this difficult, and that is difficulty eight. Okay. All right. I can't. Never mind. Wow, one success. One success, okay. It would have been two, but I rolled a one. Ah, uh, Yeah. All right, well, with one success, that's marginal. So, you lay your, you lay your case out as you did. Oh, my sunglasses are off, too. Are oh. my eyes still wolf eyes? Yes, they are. So I'm looking at him. Uh-huh. So he, he smiles grimly, and he says, Aaron, I've been around the block more times than I care to remember. I will not be so foolish as to put my name to a request to commit high crime. For the purposes... (laughs) For the purposes of... eliminating somebody. However, I can give you a guarantee that if Karen Anatos disappears, shall we say. And I'll give this to you in writing. And if she disappears, you will be duly rewarded by me. I will not use certain words or the phrases that might implicate me further. But that's the best I can do for you. You do realize what you're asking me to do. Yes, I do. And you do realize the precarious position you're in. Am I? Yes. How? You are... You are one of ours, but only for these past two weeks. In that short amount of time, you've demonstrated a recklessness, a... Uh, willfulness that is highly reminiscent of your infamous sire to coin a phrase (laughs) so dorky furthermore yes Justicar Petrodon made you that offer at my insistence he was just as happy to use you to get to Karen and then kill you both. Why are you even in contact with that guy? I don't want to get into it. it seems pretty like I'm a conflict of interest. I am doing it for the greater good. I am doing it for the continued survival of the free states. Is Karen's is Karen really impeding that or is she really 
such a huge threat to this massive state that you're overseeing? She is a threat to the masquerade, which threatens us all. She is on the red list, something I really could not give less of a care for, but is very important to others. With her out of the way, we remove a potential wild card from amongst our midst, and get the Camarilla off our backs. I just find it really strange to believe that she is the most threatening She is not the most threatening. Well, then why are you singling her out? Believe me, this is just one of many irons I have in the fire. Was Salvador one of those irons? I had nothing to do with that. You know that. Alright, so I'm gonna... I'm thinking... Now, I want to use charisma or wits. Wait, wits? Wits I can use in what way? Well, sir. Because I'm I'm, I'm torn between wanting to use charisma or wits with empathy or with expression to find out if he knows of anyone who's gone through what I've gone through without being completely and utterly shunned on top of... Does, what is his? What was his relationship like with his sire? If the sire's still alive, so you want to kind of draw it, draw his backstory out of him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would definitely be charisma. Okay. Wits is cleverness, thinking on your uh-huh. feet. All right. Yeah. So, so charisma and expression or empathy? Empathy. empathy? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's seven. Yep. What is this difficulty? Because he's a tough nut to crack. He's a tough nut, uh, but we'll say it's challenging. So that's seven. So seven dice. Difficulty seven. Okay. Ooh, oh my god. I am rolling so freaking hot. I can't even tell you. <laughs> oh my god. Four. Four successes. Four successes? Yes, two of them tens. Wow. Which, so that's exceptional. Yeah. Success. Yes. <laughs> So my cl- okay okay so wait so do you need to do anything before no, I go. unleash shoot shoot at so me. so I look at him yeah with my wolf eyes are they still wolf eyes yes they're still wolf eyes god damn it <laughs> so hey man you only picked them up like two days ago but so. I, what are they supposed to last like what four days or something hey maybe that made the um, maybe that made my blood acquisition even more. Oh sure. Better. Oh yeah, those those sycophants are all into it. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> okay, so I look at him and I say mm. What have you seen? Has there ever been a good outcome for someone who's been who's committed what you're asking me to do? Certainly. A good outcome? Absolutely. How, how can that be? I will be shunned. I will be shunned by this, whatever this is. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> answering questions is questions. Have you ever seen the film what? The Godfather Part Two? <laughs> Just 
<laughs> yeah. No, no, that was like it's. I don't... Uh, yeah. Do you remember the part? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this The Godfather Part One or Part Two? I don't remember. Uh, but anyway, there's a scene in one of those movies where the character kills a man and they get sent away to Sicily. That's part two. Do you remember that? Yes. I don't want to go to Sicily. <laughs> and he wanna, lies low for a while. I don't want to do that. And then he comes back. If you do what we're asking you to do, you have my hospitality for as long as you need it. You come here, no one sees you. No one needs to know. You lie low. After a while, your aura is clean. Nobody can tell. <laughs> this aura is clean. <laughs> I have a feeling it wouldn't be that easy, but um, I appreciate the offer. So... Listen... I'm not going to get into details, but I've... I'll just tell you that... When you've been around long enough, and I mean long enough... That's all that, that, That's all it's about. That's... Killing your sire? Killing other vampires. Moving up the ladder. Wheels turn upon such matters. The elders play their chess game in order to kill each other. To drain each other's life essence. Our society talks a good talk about how horrendous it is. But when it comes down to it, it's one of the foundational principles. We're predators. We're parasites. Doesn't it make sense that ultimately we would turn in on each other? That we would be the ultimate prey as well as predators? Why do you think we all walk around with our fangs out, fortifying ourselves in these mansions? What do you think we're afraid of? Everybody does it eventually. Where's your sire? <sighs> so he gets a very far away looking eyes. <laughs> oh. If only I knew. That was a long time ago. The year of our Lord, 1,754. <laughs> oh, yes. I, uh, I came to the New World, member of His Majesty's Army, having had the misfortune to be born the second son of the Comte de la, Be de la Belliere. So, I joined the army, 
we got to a shooting war with the British. My regiment was shipped out to uh, guard the uh, fortress at Quebec. And um, I, uh, I fell in love with the, uh, with the open country. So I stayed on uh, after the war and um, had plans to open my own trading company. Um, then we chanced upon that native camp. There was just the children and the women, and this old medicine man. So we uh, we settled down. They offered us a seat at their fire, and we happily took them up on the offer. And uh, the uh, the medicine man started up a strange uh, chanting and drumming. My men began to fall asleep. And I saw a young woman, exquisitely beautiful. Did not seem strange to me when she seemed to step towards me through the smoke of the campfire. She was dressed in white doe skin, her long black hair shining in the moonlight. Well, what can I say? I appreciate beauty wherever I find it. She uh, danced for me and then beckoned me to follow her into the woods. I didn't feel like I could even resist, even if I had wanted to. Uh, and then she stepped out of that dress, and I remember that so well, that moment. I was powerless to resist. And then, the next thing I know, I woke. Just as naked as she has been, she had been. She was nowhere to be found. I looked down at my chest, found it covered in blood. I stumbled back to the camp. All of the natives were gone, but my men were not. They lay on the ground, their throats ripped out. I felt the hunger for the first time. So, you can see why I have a certain amount of sympathy to your cause, young Monsieur Evans. You two, young man, the prime of your life, promising career ahead of you. The seductress comes out of nowhere, touches your life. <laughs> you didn't ask for it, but you got it anyway. Make the most of it. Look around you. See what I've done with myself, with my life. <laughs> and I instantly think back to my closet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See your, your claw-scraped closet. <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks for sharing me the sharing that story with me. But what you're asking me to do is very difficult. I know. But I have faith in you. Otherwise, I would have just turned you over to Petrodon and had done with it. Well. Believe me, this was not the easy option for me either. Alright, well, 
Thanks for taking the time to talk with me. Of course. I hope you feel better. I'll have Marielle write up a letter for you. All right. All right, so I'll wait for the letter. Okay. And then I'm going to head to Taste of L.A. All right. Talk with frickin' Salvador. Okay. So the letter basically is extremely general and mm-hmm. generic. And it just says that Baron Louis Fortier uh, promises to recognize contributions made by one, uh, you know, Aaron Evans um, and reward him duly for uh, tasks performed at the Baron's request. All right. That's not helpful. <laughs> so uh, going to Taste of LA. All right. And you're looking for Salvador? Mm-hmm. All right, so he is there tonight. Oh, all right. Who else is there? Uh, well, Jesus, of course. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Uh, also, Irina and her little gang. <gasps> oh shit! Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, so when you walk in, oh, actually, shit. Uh, okay. the the jukebox is, you know, pretty loud, mm-hmm. and. Um, and Rena and her uh, her her gang. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, about a dozen in total um, are you know standing around talking, laughing, mm-hmm. you know, just so it's it's you know a bit more of a, a bit more of a scene. Yeah. Uh, tonight. Uh, let's see what day is it? It's Thursday. Fifteenth. So that's a Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So, uh, so Salvador uh, is talking to the gold barbs over the bar, but he sees you walking in and immediately walks over. Ah. <laughs> How does he look? Senor Evans. <laughs> <laughs> he looks pretty much, uh, you know, back to normal. There's like one hole that's still in his cheek. Oh. So you can kind of see his back molar through it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. How are you? You're looking better than you did on, uh, on Monday. Yes, well, that's not very hard yeah. to do. Uh, yes, that was a very close call. Yeah, that was... Uh, I wanted to thank you. I know for what? what? Everything you did that night. You prevented something terrible from happening. I don't know about that. You stymied somebody's plan to break us up introduce unnecessary fighting and bloodshed into the free states. Personally, I think it was a fifth column agitator from outside. You have to be careful for these sorts of things. Alright. The powers that be will never rest until they've reasserted their boot-heeled dominance over our territory. Well, unfortunately, I think they're trying to do that through me. Well, yes. Jesus mentioned something about that. Come, let's talk in private. Okay. So does Arena see me? Um, like, she didn't really acknowledge you when you walked in, but then as you're walking back behind the bar of Salvador, you, you definitely see her looking at you okay. over the shoulder of one of her guys. Uh-huh. You know, she's just kind of watching you. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. So you walk back through the uh, kitchen, yeah, and into that back hallway that has the little 
sleeping booths, mm -hmm. you know. So you just go into one of those and shut the door. Mm -hmm. These are serious accusations that you're making. Yeah. I hope you have not bandied them about. Not any yet. Further. Not yet, no. Good, good. Um, yes, Did I you believe... know where Karen went? She was last in your... No, unfortunately I don't. Um, <sighs> our working theory is that uh, some of her retainers must have come and gotten her. She is known to have a large network of supporters. Right. Alright, well, anyway, I'm still pissed about that. Uh, I need to find her. <laughs> yeah. I need to find her. That's understandable, and I hope you'll bring her back to us. I don't know if I would. She obviously doesn't trust you. Well, perhaps you could have some words with her. Perhaps... Why should I trust you? Perhaps we scared her off. Perhaps we, uh... We seem well, more how? like the enemy than the allies we intended to be. What would you have done to make her feel like that? Well, you know, she was running scared. She didn't know who was coming after her. If she saw you, we 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 made an error in judgment in keeping you apart. We thought that your presence would just agitate her further, but... She freaking loves me. Yes, well... That can, uh... That can sometimes call up strong emotions. We were trying to calm her down. But perhaps... Perhaps she will listen to you. If I find her, I, I don't know where she is. Anyway, that that aside. Um, yeah, Louis has asked me to get rid of her. He won't... He won't say what... Okay, so suddenly I have this little thought. Yeah. I wonder if Olivia has any sort of recordings of that night mm. like she you said she had a, there's a video camera mm -hmm. but I don't know if it would have sound in it right but it would have the recording of the evening yeah true right yeah yeah but it wouldn't have the sound no just the visuals yeah. CCTV so if they if I get that of Louie colluding with Mm. Petrodon? Mm -hmm. Could that be kind of some evidence to show, like, that's bad? Absolutely. Okay. All right. I asked Salvador. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, that's not cool. That's not cool. All right. Well, that's one thing. He won't admit to what he said, and he won't put it in writing, and I sure as hell don't think he's going to let me record. I have a feeling he'll know if I'm recording him. So, so Crispus and Gloria and Jesus all told me that what he's asking me to do is absolutely unforgivable. That's correct. And that my life would be increasingly difficult, if not over, if people found out that I did it. You would be putting yourself in terrible danger. Why would Louis ask me to do this? For someone so... I just don't think Karen poses that much of a threat. I know that she has been placed on the red list. Personally, I couldn't give two shits about the red list. <laughs> but people don't get placed on that 
just really nearly. <laughs> Alright, well. They get placed on that for being dangerous. And I will admit, as much as it thrilled me to see her do what she did to you, because it had, you know, appealed to my nihilistic impulses, I suppose. I recognize that that was a pretty severe breach. Certain parties would not want that to happen again. All right, well... What's your relationship like with your sire? Well, you know, we all have a backstory. (laughs) (laughs) And mine goes a little something. (laughs) My sire? My sire is great. He's the best. He's the best. (laughs) (laughs) He's the best. (laughs) I, I owe my ability to continue the good fight to the the kindred who saw fit to give me a life. And for that, I will uh, forever be grateful. Well, are you still in communication with them? No. Unfortunately... Ferdinand did not survive the war. The thugs under Franco made sure that he was there to greet the dawn one morning. I could not save him. That's horrible. Yes. Um, I have a question. <laughs> um, <so laughs> That's horrible. Anyway. No, question. no, no, no. <laughs> No, it's terrible. My question is, did you ever feel like you could communicate with your sire? Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's interesting. Like, not when they're around. Like, not so much. Yes, I know what you mean. Here's the thing: all sires and their children, they have a blood bond. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's a small one, unless they carry on further. Mm-hmm. But there is something magical. There is something mystical about it. <laughs> it was never something I could reliably tap into. But I'll tell you. Whenever Ferdinand and I were apart, there was just something pushing me back towards him. I would see signs telling me, go to this place. (laughs) Just little things. Or I might get this thought in my head. (laughs) Hey, I should be here now, not over here. Hey, I should be over here now. (laughs) And then there's Ferdinand. I see. I get it. I think I know exactly what you mean. I gotta go. 
<laughs> I mean, that was going to be my next I'm sure. stop, I'm but sure. still, yeah. it's like dawning on me. All right. Well, I really appreciate your support there. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, all I can say is I'll keep you informed of how this progresses. So wait, one other question I have. Yes. So if you drink the blood of your sire, I'm not talking about to murder them. Certainly. How many times do you have to do it in order to become their slave? Three shall be the number. <laughs> and the number shall, shall be, be three. three. That's what I remember. It must be on different nights. So you drink your second uh, cup full. Do you think that would strengthen the bond? Yes. You want to be careful about that. After three drinks on three separate nights, you form a bond so powerful. Some welcome it. It removes agency and responsibility from their lives. All they can think about is that to whom they are bound. They live to serve. Some are fine with that. Others, it is a living hell. Yeah, no, I and don't you want. Cannot break it. Yeah. Until. Yeah. The other one suffers the final death. All right. So you want to be careful. Yeah. No, I. I got it. He, he kind of claps you on the shoulder. <laughs> You're a good man, Aaron Evans. I'm not so sure. Vaya con Dios. <laughs> Why is he so why is he so like that? Alright, I I nod in appreciation. Are my eyes still all wolfy? Yes. Yes. My god, yes. <laughs> so that's Would it help if I just gave you a target date to look forward to? No. Alright. I'll stop asking. So my worry is like, um like I would just think, wouldn't that be weird since, like, werewolves are our enemy? Wouldn't that be weird to have somebody with, like, wolf eyes? Uh, well, the Gangrel are a strange clan, to be sure. They, of all the kindred, they're the ones who tend to, like, have BFS potential... BFS Well, have the potential to actually at least coexist with, with werewolves. Maybe so. that's why they weren't, like, maybe that's why when Arena saved me that night... They weren't as, like, all up ins mm-hmm. with me because they yeah. could maybe sense that I wasn't as threatening as a regular, like, a different type of vampire, yeah, like a be. different clan. I don't know. All right. I'm going to nod to uh, Salvador. Thank you. you know, I, got, I got some things to go to. <laughs> so off I go. All right. Does Arena see me? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Ow, ow, ow. Does she want to talk to me or no? Can I tell? It, I mean, you're free to go over. She's not, like, cold shouldering you or anything. All right, I'm going to thank her again for saving me that. All right. I never really got a chance to. Sure, sure. So, I'm going right. to lock up. Uh-huh. All right, so, yep. With my sunglasses on. All right, excellent, excellent. So, so she's... she's She's leaning up against the jukebox, mm-hmm. you know, laughing and mm-hmm. chatting. So she sees you coming over, she gives you a nod. 
Hello. What's up? Hi. What's up, fresh meat? Oh my god. <laughs> I just feel like, oh. Uh, yeah, it's a good one. Um, it's I fun, wanna, funny. I want to thank you for saving me that night. A couple, a couple nights ago. I don't know. Maybe two weeks ago. ago. I think about a week ago, yeah. <laughs> or so. <laughs> um, I really appreciate you looking out for me and bringing me here. Oh, yeah. Hey, there's nothing of it. We gotta look out for our own, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, you gonna hang around or what's uh, going on? No, I got some things I need to do. Alright. But um, hopefully you'll be around later. Yeah, uh, I think we're gonna be here most of the night. We're uh, we're just kind of kind of laying low tonight. All right. Yeah. Maybe we'll see you see you later. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm gonna head out. Head out. All right. I'm so. going to. Well, part of me wants to get the the camera stuff, like the the video. Yeah. But I told Olivia, you're never going to see me again. Right. And I mean, I have two in investigation, so I might be able to it's break in and like yeah. get the get the videotape or whatever. So it kind of depends on what's your priority. Uh, I will say that now that you have a lead, you're probably feeling a compulsion to follow up on that yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh my God, I could be Duh. minutes away from... Finding Karen. Yeah, so, so I'm going to head to Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I honestly have no actual memory of... I remember they built that huge parking structure in the 90s when they opened City Walk, so yeah. I have no actual memory of what it was situation was before that, so we're just going to wait. There's a it. big hill that you go Well, up. you have to go up the hill, yeah. And then there was probably just a larger parking lot area, like Disneyland. Yeah, like. that's what I'm going to assume. So, yeah. Anyway, this is the World of Darkness version of Universal Studios, <laughs> so... <laughs> So there we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, you head up old uh, 101. Mm-hmm. So now I'm getting really excited. Yeah. Like really excited. And yeah, really, really excited All right. to see her. Get off at Coinga. Uh-huh. And head on up mm-hmm. the hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. So you... It's actually not that late. Uh, you got to Taste of LA like probably around eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we'll say it's about. There'd still probably be some traffic, so it's, yeah. you know it's about quarter of nine yeah. by the time you get there. Mm-hmm. So um, the tour is closed. You know, yeah. the studio is closed, mm-hmm. um, but it's not like completely deserted. There's still people kind of filtering out from the from the public area, you know. Okay. So, um, so yeah, you can, uh, you can just kind of park. Okay. Surreptitiously. All right. <laughs> I can't head in? Um, no, the park is actually closed. Oh. Yeah. But you could sneak in. I'm going to sneak in. Yeah. So, let's see. Uh... Yep, that's going to be a dexterity plus stealth, please. Oh, my goodness. Okay, that's four. All right, and we'll say difficulty six. There are security guards, but, you know, 
Well. There's also fairly porous boundaries. What was it again? Difficulty six. One success. That's all you needed. All right. All right. So uh, you see some security guards, you know, at one point, you kind of have to. (laughs) Cronk style. Do a cronk style freeze. (laughs) And then. I'm so glad I was unconscious for that. <laughs> anyway, and then, yeah, you just you find a, a section of chain link fence kind yeah. of back behind mm-hmm. the the main theme theme park area. Okay. It's not a theme park. It's too much calling it. Well, it is a theme park. Well, now it is. Back then it was just like... No, it was a theme park then. They I had the tour. So. It was well, just... they have a tour. It's not like there's, like, rides and stuff, though. Yeah, there were rides then. Like, ride rides? Not no, just no. like attractions. There's never ever been rides. Yeah. There's been like shows and attractions. Sure. Okay. But so like, you find a chain link fence kind of be- behind the <laughs> the shows and attractions part of the, right. of the property. Yeah. And you hop that pretty easily. And you can actually, in fact, see a large fake gothic castle. <laughs> gothic uh, arsehole? Gothic arsehole. Um, you know. Still with with its you know illuminated with its own spotlights. Oh wow! You know, it says Castle Dracula, and, and, and it says Castle Dracula across the the you know gate. <laughs> Do they have little cutout heads of like each thing, including the Hulk? <laughs> no. like, I'm picturing a little cutout head of a Dracula. No, Wolfman, no, mummy, no, no. It's like Hulk. it's like high high gothic where there's like yeah. gargoyles. Yeah. There's like a gargoyle head over the gate, and then you know over that it's like Castle, Castle Dracula. Dracula. You know. And there's a boat around it, a wooden bridge crossing it. So. Okay. So I'm going to head in to All Castle right. Dracula. <laughs> All right. So you, uh, you walk across the, uh, the bridge, your boots echoing on the, on the wood, mm-hmm. clunking away. And, uh, and you walk in to kind of like a, a, an atrium area, you know, and then you can see like there's a set of three double doors. Mm-hmm. That grant go into the into stage, the like stage the area. little amphitheater. Yeah. I'm gonna go in. All right. Are they, they're locked. Shit. <laughs> no. Uh, no. We'll say they haven't locked them yet. Okay. So, uh, so door swings open, and of course, inside, <laughs> you know, it's mostly dark. Yeah. You you kind of sense more than see. Mm-hmm. Uh, off to your right, a very large, stepped amphitheater type mm-hmm. setup with about 300 seats. And then off to your left, there's a stage area mm-hmm. that's only kind of barely lit by a couple yeah. couple stage lights that mm-hmm. are left on mm-hmm. for the benefit of, you know, cleaning just, crew and yeah. janitorial and whatnot. Uh, and it's, you know, it, it's just basically a, a big uh, stage set where there's, there's a stage and then there's, like, this kind of old, you know, castle interior with mm-hmm. a big, like, two big sweeping grand staircases coming down. Uh, and like arched doorways between those and then like certain obvious like kind of stagey areas like a balcony Mm -hmm. and then like Mm -hmm. an arched doorway and everything's covered in like fake cobwebs (laughs) and there's a big banquet table on the stage with like cobwebbed candelabra and cobwebbed uh, chairs and everything Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so it's all and everything's kind of been returned to its places for the next performance in the morning you know so but other than that it's just eerily quiet all right, so I'm just going to examine everything. I'm going to go up onto the stage. Onto the stage. All right. 
So we're kind of looking around. And of course, once you're on the stage, mm-hmm. you know, it's that <laughs> experience whenever you're up close and personal with stage uh, props and that kind of thing where mm-hmm. it doesn't look nearly as impressive. Yeah, you're just like, huh. Yeah, like, oh, it looks kind of cheap. Uh-huh. Uh, so you just kind of, you know, idly turn the candelabra over. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. Check the and then you get the feeling you're being watched. Oh. I'm going to keep being nonchalant, like pretending that I don't sense that Uh and just keep kind of walking around. Okay. So as you come around the table out of the corner of your eye, you can see that someone is standing at the top of the stair staircase, like out of the balcony landing. I'm on the stage. You're on the stage. But they're on the stage with me? They're up. Yeah. They're up on the the balcony in front of the stage. Alright, so I see, I can see you in can the see corner. see yeah, corner of your eye. Some, there's, there's someone there's standing there. There's a presence there. up there, yeah. So I'm going to look up. You see a man. It's Carl! Is it Carl? He's wearing... Uh, <laughs> a Dracula cape. <laughs> he is wearing a Dracula cape. What? <laughs> he no. is wearing a Dracula cape what? and a full, like, <laughs> you know, full dress outfit. So at first I feel nervous. It's like, like yeah, classic like, Dracula yeah, like, with like, the little medallion <laughs> and his the, hair, he's, his hair is slicked, slicked back, back and he's got a widow's, widow's peak. Yeah. And, and, and I, kind of a kind of a prominent nose. And so at first I'm like a little, like, I'm like taking it back like, like, oh shit. But it's not just that he's wearing this costume, he's embodying, you know, he, yeah. he's, he's in full character. And so, uh, and, and he says, I bid you welcome. <laughs> So I'm very like, first I'm startled like and, and he, he puts his hand out and like kind of goes, come. I'm gonna go with it. I go. Right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna <laughs> go, go with, with it. it. Yeah. So you you ascend the stairs and he's <laughs> I like kind the of, idea that I'd be scared of like this fake vampire. Yeah. Oh, it's a Dracula. So do I, <laughs> exactly. Do I sense that he's kindred? You do. But I don't feel like he has power over me. He's not exerting any control. No, any control. No. Weird. Okay, I'm gonna go with it. I'm All going right. with it. So he's standing at the top of the stairs as you're climbing up, and he uh-huh. and he's like, you know, being all like yeah, Dracula, yeah, <laughs> full on Velocity mode. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> this is so weird. And so uh, you get to the top of the stairs, and he takes a couple steps back, gives you a, a polite bow, uh-huh. and he says, "Welcome to my domain." My name is Bella. That's, uh, that's a coincidence. It's quite the coinky dink. How do you mean? Never mind. <laughs> uh, what are you doing here? Isn't the show over? This is my castle. <laughs> But um, it's pretty. Where well, where are your servants? They are about my brides. I call them to me when I need them. Yes. Please, you're a guest in my castle. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Okay, so I am completely my. Br- I'm like my head is like I don't even know. Yeah. This is so weird. So I'm, I, 
I'm like, of course, I thank you very much. So I'm gonna go with him. So he leads you back Where are we through. Going? Yeah, exactly. So he leads you back through <laughs> the like cardboard uh, cut out of. A... <laughs> I'm picturing a chaise out of corrugated cardboard, yeah, yeah. like with a black paint outline. Uh, I'm like, this is my chaise. Here's another candelabra. Yeah. Like. yeah. Well, right. he leads you back through the through the archway, mm-hmm. and sure enough, you're immediately backstage. Mm-hmm. You know, and he just takes you back. You know, like across a catwalk. And then down a set of stairs. Okay. And then um, through a door, and you're, you're kind of in a, a back room. Yeah, know. like a dressing room. Yeah, area. basically. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's... So, and, and so, yeah, you know, like there's there's some chairs and a and a and a day couch, you know, kind of day yeah. bed sort of All thing. Right. So, so he he has a seat, you know, with the, with the flourish of his cape. You know, but we're in like a, a modern dressing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he says, please. Sit down. Okay. How long have you been living here? I have always been here at the Castle Dracula. Right. Yeah. Uh, do we have any baths? Of course. Where are they? Don't you hear them? The children of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty good. I have not seen you before. You are a new subject of mine? What? <laughs> I am the king of the vampires. Isn't that why you came? To pay homage to your king. Oh, well... Oh, yes. A subject. Yes. Um. Well, partially, but I'm also looking for someone. I see. Go on. Um, I'm sure you understand this based on... Uh, you being the king of the vampires. Yes. That, um... I'm looking for my sire. I see. And who might that be? That would be Karen. Anatos. Ah! Mistress Black. Yes. I'm a big fan of hers. <laughs> Oh, have you watched your show? Of course. Every <laughs> night, if I can. <laughs> well, she hasn't been on recently, and I've, I'm looking for her. Yes, I'd noticed it had gone into, how you say, reruns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but there's Most still... unusual this time of year. Yeah, it is strange. She's usually on right now. Yes. Well, anything to get her show back on the air. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where she is specifically. But there is a place. Another subject of mine. He is one of the children of the night as well. He's dwelling in a castle in the village of Los Feliz. <laughs> I see. Yes. Let me think. So he, he turns around with a flourish in his chair, gets a gets a pencil, dabs uh-huh. it on his tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Writes something down on a piece of paper, hands it to you. It's an address. <laughs> I oh. believe that is the correct location. Oh wow! Well, thank you so much. But of course. I appreciate it. Anytime, yes. anything for one of my subjects. For I am the king of vampires. Yes. Now, 
If you will excuse me. Of course. I must hunt. Right. And, and with that, like right in front of your eyes, there's like almost like in a blink, there's a bat just sort of flapping <laughs> in front of you and then, <laughs> and then it flaps out of the room. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just, I'm just sitting there kind of looking back and forth like, I'm going to leave now. Yeah. So I, I leave. Uh-huh. I head back. To, I sneak out of the castle. Yep. Sneak out of the park. Yep. Hop in my van. Yep. And I'm, I'm, I look into my Tom's Guide. Yep. And I hightail it to Los Feliz. Okay. Which isn't that far away. It is not that far away. Nope. You just backtrack down the 101. Oh my god, now I'm getting even more excited. Yes. But I'm even more weirded out by the fact that I met someone who's, who's posing as Dracula, but he's a kindred. Yes. Okay. So you get off of Franklin Avenue, head up to Los Feliz Boulevard. Alright. And, uh, and then you turn up uh, North Vermont Avenue. Mm-hmm. And then you turn onto Glendower Avenue. Mm-hmm. And you take it all the way to the top of the street, as indicated by your Thomas Guide. <laughs> and there is a um, rather impressive looking mm-hmm. Spanish style, mm-hmm. mission style mansion sitting at the top of the hill mm-hmm. it's uh you know white stuccoed walls uh yeah you know sort of a the red balcony. adobe red adobe red, red um, tile you mean tile yeah, yeah tile roof so um, it looks it looks rather un unkempt um the the grass on the hillside oh, is shit. overgrown no wait Wait a minute, no. The, uh... <laughs> I know what it's in. Oh, no. Uh-huh. The, no. uh... No, it's not the murder house. Shit. You okay, know, sorry, sorry, there's sorry. Some, uh, sorry. Oh, my God, that's horrifying. Okay, yeah. go, there's go. Some, there's trash and litter mm-hmm. on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, my van will fit right in in front of it. It sure does. Sure does. All right, uh, do I feel... Am I feeling anything? Except for my own worked up, you Not know, really. stuff. Okay. No. Alright, so I'm, I just, I'm like, oh my god. Okay, she's here. I hope. So I'm gonna head up to what I think is the door. Oh yeah, there's, there's like a staircase leading okay. up to the oh, door. Oh man. So. I'm heading up the stairs. Alright, so you head up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And yeah, you get to the uh, get to the front door. Is there a doorbell or a knocker? Or? Uh, let's see here. Oh god. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I seem to remember there was a photo of the front door. Oh but, god, I don't uh, want to look at any of it. <laughs> the murder house. No. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anyway, so uh, yes, there is a there is a knocker. All right, so I'm gonna knock. Mm-hmm. Okay. You knock, and of course you're just standing in this sort of darkened yeah. entryway. There's no yeah. lights on anywhere. Well, my ni- I have night vision. I yeah, see. I mean, you can, yeah, but you're just kind of standing in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, no, nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't hear anything from within. No movement. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody calling out or anything. All right, I'm gonna try the knob. Okay. Or uh, handle or whatever. It is locked. I want to go around find a back door. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you do that. Um, you make your way around. Um, there's, you know, a couple doors. Can, are there any windows? Yeah, there are Can windows. Can I look into the window? Uh, peering in, you see uh, old furniture. Like maybe uh, 30-year-old furniture, like from the late 50s, covered in layers of dust. Uh, and you just see a lot of, a lot of trash lying around. Okay. You see a Christmas tree. That's odd. Unopened presents underneath it. Oh, that's strange. All right, I'm gonna find a door. All right, so you, uh... I hope. You do find a likely-looking door, uh, mm-hmm. kind of the, the flimsiest door. Mm-hmm. Um, it's half... You know, you have to it's step down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of half dug into the ground. So it's probably like a basement access mm-hmm. if that's suitable to you. Sure. All right. Uh, you try the knob and it is locked as well, but this looks like you could maybe force it. All right. I'm going to try to force it open. All right. So give me a strength plus athletics roll. What was that? That was nice. Oh, that's okay. All right. I have four. Okay. You could uh, burn a blood point if you wanted to I will. boost your strength. Yeah, yeah. By one? Uh, one, yes, I believe it is one per blood point. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Okay. What's the difficulty? Um, difficulty six. Two. Great. So, uh, you know, you, you kind of brace yourself, and you lunge back, give yourself good momentum, you hit the door... Right where you need to hit it, and it flies open. Okay. Uh, I stumble into the room. Yeah, you stumble in. So, uh... I hope there weren't stairs, just there. Huh? I hope there's yeah. a little landing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just, you're just kind of looking into this this long, rectangular room. There's rafters overhead. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of pipes and ductwork mm. tracing through. All right, I'm going to head toward... Like the other side of the room to see if there's a way to get into the house from the basement. Okay, so which is weird that there'd be a basement in a house in California. Indeed, I find well, that strange. It's more like a, a utility utility area. room. Okay. Yeah. Now you actually, I think, have not just your usual vampiric uh, hyper senses, but you can actually activate. You know, pretty much see in the dark powers, can't you? Yeah. Eyes of the wolf or whatever they're yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Or no, I was under protean, yeah. No, I have protean. Protean something or other. Let's see. Or is that animalism? No, that's what I just looked at. Oh, protean. Uh, protean. Yeah, protean is changing body, like. Yeah, exactly. Let's see, there we go. Eyes of the Beast. Um, change requires a full turn to complete. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can see perfectly well even in pitch darkness. So okay. I was just curious if you'd have to turn on lights or not. But mm. you don't. No. 
Okay, so you uh, you start moving into the into the interior of the space. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you looking for? What are, what's your plan? I'm looking for anything, but I'm mostly like you're I just said, gonna start shouting. Karen, no, Karen. no, I'm not an idiot. I you know, I chief uh, hopper on a certain show. No, uh, anyway. no. Basically, I mean, what I told you earlier yeah. a couple minutes ago is uh-huh. that I'm looking for any tor- sort of way into the house. Into the house, okay. Very but good. I'm gonna, you know, survey the room to see if there's any sign of anything that would lead me to believe that there's somebody here. Okay. Um, so you're moving through this space. It's it's extremely um, untouched. <laughs> yeah. You know, just dust. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this furnace has not been turned on in probably thirty years, so mm-hmm. at least. So. Um, and you know you see a lot of water stains, yeah. cobwebs, and mm-hmm, so forth. Mm-hmm. So uh, you don't have to go very far before you find a, um, you know, just a simple uh, wooden staircase leading up. Okay, I'm gonna take it up. Mm-hmm. And there's a door at the top. It's unlocked. Going in. Mm-hmm. So you uh, you come out into what's uh, apparently some sort of like utility kitchen mm-hmm, area. There's mm-hmm. like a. a or like a mudroom, mm-hmm. you know, it's a big sink, big basin sink, um, a lot of uh, just open shelving on the walls with old cans, canned goods and food and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's you know, pantry as well. Uh, there's a door to your left that provides access out of the house. Doorway to your right provides access to the further interior of the house. Okay. Wait, what was the left again? Uh, out, outside door. Okay, now I'm going to go into the house. Yes. All right, so you pass into uh, what's uh, clearly the more sort of functional kitchen area, you know, actually has tiled countertops, regular sink, mm-hmm. you know, cabinetry. There's a nice big window over the sink, mm-hmm. you know, allowing ambient light in. Um, not sure... Uh, and so you are moving into the house, and I'm just going to check something here <laughs> to see if you might have to roll something. <laughs> okay. Like against a ghoul attack, maybe? <laughs> Ghouls. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> that what is your good. what is your wits plus awareness? Seven. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And mm. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. oh god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh shit. Okay. So, um. Alright, so basically you're, you're moving through the kitchen. Uh huh. Then, without even really, uh, knowing how or. <laughs> Or even when it happens, <laughs> suddenly somebody is right behind you with one arm around your chest, 
and the other arm holding a knife right to your throat. I'm not that scared. <laughs> and there's a voice whispering in your ear. All right, puto. Who are you? Why are you here? Quick now, before I slit your throat. I'm looking for someone. Yeah? And who's that? Yeah. It's Karen. Karen who? Who the fuck are you? I'm asking the questions here, bitch. (laughs) Anyway, you seriously do not want me... Can I sense he's a kindred? He is. Oh shit, never mind. Uh, Yeah. I'm I'm here to see I'm 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 looking for some I'm looking for my sire. So you feel the grip relax slightly, and then uh, another voice speaks. Um, it's the voice of a boy. Oh. He says, "That's all right, Joaquin." And so, the arm retracts. Blue knife pulls away. The kitchen like, lights turn on. Yeah. And you see in the doorway leading into the dining room, there's a young adolescent boy standing there. He's a kindred. He's got porcelain pale skin. Oh, God. This angelic golden blonde hair. Mm-hmm. He's one of the most beautiful people you've ever seen, mm-hmm. regardless of gender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um right. And he's uh, he's just wearing like you know uh, a fairly nice outfit, but kind of casual, mm-hmm. you know. At the same time, like a slacks, um, nice shoes, a dress shirt that's slightly unbuttoned, mm-hmm. sleeves rolled up, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, he's got his hands in his pocket mm-hmm. pockets, you mm-hmm. know. And he says, uh, "Who are you?" Aaron. Yes, Aaron. And he's kind of squinting at him. I've seen you before. Uh, <laughs> at this point, it feels like such a distant memory. Yeah. And I don't even know why he would recognize me, so I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Like, from from what? You were on uh, one of the soaps. Oh, right. Invitation to Love. That's the one? Yeah. Well, that explains why I haven't been on lately. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking around the room. Sorry. Uh, Christopher Houghton. So I shake his hand. This is my associate, Joaquin Marietta. Hello. He just kind of... <laughs> like resheaving his knife. You know? <laughs> um, how long have you guys been staying here? Oh, this is just one of our, uh, one of our little, uh, stop-offs, you know? So, I'm looking for Karen Anatos. Yes! Karen! I love her. Mistress Black. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought yeah. I'd heard something about, uh, her getting into a spot of trouble. Right. Yeah, um, she is. That's why I'm looking for her. Well... Happy to help. Where is she? She, uh, she's safe. I can tell you that much. I can tell you're anxious to find her. Yes. But, um, and he kind of, like, withdraws his hand from his pocket again and sort of, like, 
runs it up the your uh, shirt. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't want you to go away. Why? Well, I just want to talk a bit. Is that alright? Okay, so now I'm getting now I'm getting weirded out. Now I'm a little nervous. <laughs> this is weird. I I need to know where she is. I need to see her. All right, all right, fair enough. Uh, tell you what, let's go on a little road trip. Did you come here in a car? <laughs> okay, now I don't trust these. I don't trust these guys. I'm freaking out, but I have to. I have to know where she is. Um, I. Well, yeah. Great. Great. Why don't you want me to leave? Well, I just... I don't know. I don't get to talk to many uh, television actors very often. I'm not. Even though I believe the medium is pretty much dead at this point, honestly. <laughs> that blows my mind. You like... only get one golden age, really. As they say. So let's talk a bit. It's a little bit of a drive. She's uh, she's down in Santa Monica. All right. All right. Yeah. Sure. No. Um. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's go. Let's. Let's go. Great. Joaquin, you want to come along? I would love of for course. him to come along. Yeah. Yes. Great. Let's let's head out. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go. All right. So you walk through. You walk back into the house. Yeah. Past all these like dust covered yeah. bits of furniture, you know. And, uh, so this is a good space for you guys to... Oh, yeah. No one like comes people, around here. Yeah, nobody... The former owner of this house uh, bludgeoned his wife to death. And nearly killed his daughters. What was that, Joaquin? 1959? Joaquin says, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. About 30 years ago. Oh, wow. goodness, how time flies. I remember reading about it in the papers. Walk down the stairs to the driveway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This kid... Oh, this is yours then? Uh, yeah, it's not very much to speak of, but, uh... Please, please. I think you'll find that, uh, circumspection is the key to a long unlife. <laughs> you don't want to be too flashy. Yeah. There's no pride here. Right. So I open up the back, and mm-hmm. Joaquin can sit there, and Christopher? Christopher. Can sit in the front All if right. he wants to. Okay. All right. So, uh, so you head out. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so long as you drive along. Uh-huh. He, uh, you know. So I'll, so I'll tell him, I'm like, Bella sent me here. Oh, Bella. Good chap. Good chap. What's his story? Oh, you know, he's a bit cracked. I think, yeah. uh, I think he used to do children's parties <laughs> back in his mortal life. Well, he's Always at- played Dracula. Yeah. You know? didn't really uh, come through too well. Most of those Malkavians are like that. They, always, they all have something going on with them. What, what you, what's a Malkavian? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. You keep forgetting. You're, uh, you're fresh out. Fresh out of the pond, as it were. You little tadpole. <laughs> it's so creepy, this kid talking to me like this. <laughs> like, he's so old and, like, beyond his years but I'm like it's like really disorienting yeah alright uh, oh you poor thing and your sire your sire getting into all that trouble 
probably didn't have any time to really t teach you anything, did she? Uh, I don't think she really... Well, how does she know you guys? Oh, she doesn't know us. I know her. I keep tabs on her. Everyone seems to be... seems to. So now I'm getting pissed again. Yeah. Everyone seems to have kept tabs on her, but nobody let her know that she's not the only vampire. She thinks she's the only vampire. Oh, that's her problem, isn't it? Well, it's, no, it's my problem now. Anyway, I don't think she's quite as naive as she makes out. She's not stupid. She's survived this long. I'm not saying she's stupid. I'm just saying, like, if people had let her know she shouldn't do certain things, then we wouldn't be in this mess. Good point. Can't argue with that. <sighs> anyway. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, as they say. Alright. So... <laughs> What what's I want to know is... No, what's about Kavian? You didn't tell me. Oh, don't worry about that. No, I am curious. Oh, well, they're just another one of the uh, clans, if you will. I believe you're Gangrel, right? I show my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jolly good. <laughs> I put my sunglasses back up. You, lupine, you, you coyotes are all the same. Ah. Uh, Good times, good times. Well, anyway, <laughs> what I want to know is what's coming up for Barbara. <laughs> I, I'm i really afraid that my time on that show is... Well, I know, but you must have been privy to some secrets before they kicked you off. All right, okay. Well, you know that Barbara was locked in that basement. Yes, yes. By her, you know, deranged... Well, it's like her mortal enemy in the town. Sure. Uh, Samantha. Uh huh. So Samantha was keeping Barbara hostage, the last I remember. Right. And. That's still the case. It is still the case. They're really drawing it out. They are. They, they're going to probably make it go through Christmas because they're probably. What I was remembering them saying was that they were going to have a. figure out a way for Barbara to escape in time for Christmas. Because, you know, they have those Christmas episodes where it's just like. They have Christmas for like three weeks. Right. And then not a lot happens at that time anyway. So, so anyway, so yeah, so she's still going to be held hostage. But I think what they're going to do is, I think one of her, because you know, Barbara has like multiple personalities. Right. So what they're going to do is they're going to have her dissociate. I think that's what they called it. And she, one of her other personalities is going to figure out a way for her to escape out of the, out oh, of the basement trap. Of course, of course. Yeah. Yes, so, that makes sense. Because I think Samantha's going to push her so far, and it'll trigger her to have a psychotic break, and then she'll that personality will come out and try to protect Barbara and help her escape from the basement. So. Excellent, excellent. So hopefully that helps you. It does, it does. I just like to, I like to keep up on those developments because sometimes, you know, things get a little hectic and I miss a few episodes or whatever, so... <laughs> I didn't know you were such a fan. Oh, you know, I past time some way. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, television, movies, what's it all mean? It's all getting a bit old, isn't it? Maybe, but I don't know. I think it's still a viable medium. Well, for now, I think the future lies in multimedia experiences. How would that work? Well, you know, combining things. Uh, for example, you could have a, a, a television show that the viewers uh, participate in, uh, perhaps in uh, 
helping to determine the outcome of a, of a season. Or, what? Um, or you could have a you could have a, a, a movie where the viewer, the audience, has um, you know some sort of control device where they can vote on different outcomes in each scene. So the movie is never quite the same each time you go to see it. That you know, sounds I, pretty cool. You know that movie Clue. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they did that sort of thing. There was, uh, what was it, three different endings? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I remember reading about that. Yes, yeah, you know. Producers uh, came up with that idea. Uh, we'll just say I had a little bit of a hand in it. Is that why you live in Hollywood? Yes, yeah, of course. I, I don't take that for granted. Hmm. <laughs> yes, shame that movie didn't do as well. I blame the writers. But, uh, you know... <laughs> There's only so much I can do, really. Mm. Are we there yet? <laughs> oh, yes. Just take a left right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm, like, completely freaked out. He's kind of been, like, staring at you steadily the entire time. Like, just sitting in his seat but looking at you the entire time. Yeah. Not taking his eyes off of you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you take a left uh, onto Santa Monica Boulevard. Uh-huh. And you drive down for a ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, I believe it's, uh, you're, you're kind of going through kind of a, a yeah. industrial part of it. You know, right, it's, it's, right. it's just sort of ugly, mm-hmm. bunch of ugly buildings, mm-hmm. big parking lots, convenience stores. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, yes, I believe it's right over there. Okay. And, uh, and he's pointing at a, uh, you know, gray building. Mm-hmm. Uh, situated in the middle of the block. Right. Not, nothing really around it. Yeah. You know, it was like a parking Just lot. really nondescript. <laughs> There's a parking lot on either side. Uh, sitting in front of the building, patiently, on its haunches, is a coyote. <gasps> how is he supposed to... How is he going to know it? He only got one success. Yeah, that's true. He's like, I'll just wait here so you know for sure. So we get out of the van. You step out of the van... <laughs> Coyote. You're looking up at the building. I'm it's also looking story. at the coyote. <laughs> it's a two-story building. Uh, it's a store on the ground floor, glass fronted. A large mylar backlit sign proclaims the name of the place to be Arrow, A E R O, Hobbies. A okay. A E. Yeah. R O. Hobbies? And hobbies. And we will leave it off at that. No! <laughs> Are you serious? Quite. Why? Two hour, 45 minute session. That's about right. So, anyway, we'll pick it up again very soon. I promise. Uh, and continue on. Alright, alright. Anyway, we can't have you find... Karen right at the ending point of the session so I mean actually interacting with her yeah I know I know alright 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 fine but the coyote is here so you know Karen's yeah I know I know it I got it (laughs) thank you very much alright any final thoughts before I turn off the recording no oh do we we want to do XP yeah alright let's do the XP oh man you can say what you learned (laughs) (laughs) what have I learned learned I've learned that my wolf eyes are kind of weird for people to look <laughs> you at. You think? Yeah. All right. Um, so, I learned... Oh, what? Okay. All right, so you get one point automatically. Okay. 
Okay, so learning curve. What have you learned? What have I learned? Yeah. Um, my eyes freak people out. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I learned that uh, diablerism is very uh, diablery is is an incredibly heinous crime, and what Louis is asking of me is absolutely, essentially impossible. And even with his protection, I'm just, again, I'm just a pawn to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I learned that um, that Petrodon is part of the Camarilla and that if Louis involved the Camarilla, then the Anarch state is going to be incredibly, like, thrown into some type of chaos about it. because Because yeah. they feel like he has their back, but he really doesn't. Yes. Um, let's see. You learned a lot. I learned a hell of a lot. You learned a lot, so take take that point. Oh, okay. You learned Nosferatu and Octavian. Uh, you did. I mean, there's a lot that I learned. Yeah. Okay. A lot. All right. You definitely carried out the role of your character well, not only entertainingly, but appropriately. Absolutely. Oh, that's a point. That is a point. I also, one of my goals is to find Karen, and I did. You did. Um... That, so the goal thing comes in at the end of the story. All right, well, I found challenge. Karen. You did. And not many opportunities for heroism this time. But you know what? I'm going to give you an extra point what? for role-playing because I thought you were really inhabiting that character very well. All right. And, if anything, for that improvised monologue about the uh, soap opera story. <laughs> <laughs> Although I know you were probably stitching it together. I was totally from, pulling it from, from One Life to Live. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, how many points does that give you? Uh, three. Three total. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, three plus three, right? So you got six total. Yeah. No, I have seven. Oh, you have seven. Even better. Okay. Oh, so four. You gave me four. Right, right, right. right. I had three to start. Yes, yes, yes. And you now get the I have one seven. automatically, one for learning, two for role playing. Yeah. Plus the three, seven. Good. Uh, care to do anything with them right now? No. All right. No. Hold on to yeah, these. Hold on to that. All right. Uh huh. Just as well. Uh huh. Okay. Well, well, thank you very much. That's that. Oh man. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I have so many ideas. I'll bet you do. <laughs>